0: Welcome to another edition of Oh No Not Them, the show where formats don't matter, there is no plan, and it's all bullshit anyway. Come along for the ride. Here are your hosts, Eric, Jim, and Bill.
1: Oh, he got the clap. The clap?
2: (laughs) I have to clap. What's up, boys? Not much. All this shit should be done before we
3: show up. I
0: know, but I'm a fucking slack magnet. What can I tell you? What can I fucking tell you? Oh shit! So, let's jump right into it. We got a we got a jam packed show today, folks. Um, let's jump right into it. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: first thing I want to talk about: Mick Mars has sued Motley Crue.
1: I fucking read that article oh, today. All right. What a bunch of dickbags they are! Well, here is what here is the the long and
0: short of it. And I actually printed this out. Oh. Good. Um, Motley Crue have issued a statement on Mick Mars' lawsuit, which has been filed in Los Angeles County earlier today, April 6th, uh, calling the guitarist's claims unfortunate and completely off base. (laughs) Mars announced that he was retiring from touring in October, but assured that he would remain a member of the band. Mm -hmm. In Motley Crue's announcement, which came the following day, the wording implied that he was retiring from the band completely, and that they revealed that John Five would be his replacement. Correct. The guitarist lawsuit alleges that his bandmates deliberately withheld information about the business of the band, and have been attempting to remove him as a member of the group after years of gaslighting him over his live performances.
1: Go ahead. I the the, the one thing that that stood out to me was number one. You can I'm, I'm sure you you read about the concerts what they did at the concerts. Yeah. Okay. Well, the other thing I read was they wanted him to sign off on all this shit that he never even knew existed. Right. Um, Well, and that,
0: well, Nikki is also claiming that they advanced him a bunch of money he never paid back. You know, it's a back and forth thing. But the part that I find fucking phenomenal is that Nikki fucking six of all people is shitting on anybody's live performance. (laughs) Bitch, the other three of you have been proven to be using backing tracks. Correct. Even Tommy, who's a hell of a drummer.
1: Walking on stage and the drums start playing. Right. Mick is the only one who is playing his shit live. And then he said... The reason, like, he did say, yes, I played wrong chords at wrong times, or yes, I played the wrong song at some times. They're trying to say he's mentally right uh, inept. But he, he said, no, my earpiece kept, kept fucking cutting out on me, so I couldn't hear my fucking instrument.
0: Right. Oh. It, it, it's a bunch of horse shit is what it is, is what it boils down to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, if I needed another reason, fuck Nikki Six.
3: Yeah.
1: That's that. <laughs> yeah, I read that today, and I was... I read that at lunchtime, as a matter of fact. <sighs> How was your week, guys?
2: Oh, mine was phenomenal. I watched two great movies. Nice. Wolf of Wall Street. Excellent movie. That, that is, is a, a good movie. It's a lot of nudity in it. Uh, oh, it oh nice. Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. And I, and, and I saw... Uh, we went to see Dungeons & Dragons. Nice. How was it? It was... I think it was excellent. I didn't even know that was out. If... And here's what I, my take on it: If you're a D and D fan, you'll uh, love the movie. If you're a casual player, you'll enjoy the movie. If you don't like D and D at all, why it, you at the movie?
3: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, oh my god, yeah, yeah. it
2: was there was so many great little nods and references in there, and I, I just I can't say enough fun about. It. I'm actually gonna buy it when it comes out just so I can keep watching it again. Oh, nice, because it is a really good movie. Nice. I'm glad you enjoyed. It's that. about fucking time. See, they didn't do that shit with the Batman movies. Like, every first Batman movie, the parents got to die. Every first Spider-Man movie, Ben's got to die. Right. They didn't do a lot of backstory and explaining shit. It's like, hey, sit down. If you don't know what's going on, ask a nerd. All right? Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> As, uh, ask a nerd. I like that. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, Ryan,
2: Ryan enjoyed it, too. He enjoyed it heavily.
0: I have to clap. <laughs> oh.
2: What's up? Ah, shit. The fuck was that? He hit play again.
3: Oops.
0: Uh yeah, dude, what happened? Gabe, I got to agree with you, fuck Nikki 6. Uh dude, you I got to agree with you. Uh Gabe Fritz. Just, oh. Uh, Gabe, Gabe Fritz. Gabe just fucking chimed in, uh, fuck Nikki 6. Uh Anyway, I got to tell you boys about the interaction I had at Country <laughs> Harvest.
1: Oh, well oh, Country Harvest. Yes. So, oh boy.
0: I was at the Harvest and I'm talking to the guy who's the dairy manager over there. Friend of mine named Jeff. Yes. Okay, good dude. Um, Jeff and I are talking about this about the Nashville shooting is how it started. Mhm. All right. Mm-hmm. And Jeff is a gun owner as am I. And we get to talking and I said, "Well, what's going to happen? The same thing that happens with all of these uh with all of these incidents, the far left is going to use it as an excuse to go for a gun grab. Mm-hmm. And the far right is going to use it as an excuse to say the Second Amendment shall, shall not be infringed, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to have that same bullshit back and forth that we have every fucking time this happens. Mm-hmm. And I said to Jeff, what they really need to do is, I said, you've bought enough guns. You know that there's a check, there's a box or a question on the picks check. That asks if you've ever been Mm -hmm. diagnosed with a mental illness. Yeah, we talked. Yeah. And until that changes, until the HIPAA laws change, it's still going to be an honor system question.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: And with that, this fucking guy who I've never met in my life. Oh, some. Some random fucking dude. (laughs) Oh, no. Pipes in. And keep in mind, this was April 1st. I was wondering if this was an April Fool. If he was a fool. I I, I don't think so. I think this motherfucker was dead serious. It started when he jumped in on this gun control thing, right? Yes. And then he's a flat... Come to find out, he's a flat earther.
3: Oh. (sighs) Do you really
0: think you're spinning on a ball through endless space? I said, yes. Neil deGrasse Tyson said you can't see the curvature of the earth. I, Neil deGrasse Tyson never said that. Ne- never said that. Oh,
1: Where boy. the fuck did that come up in the conversation? Okay, this conversation Wait, must on. have it, taken a fucking turn. It it did. It did.
0: Hang on. So that was just the beginning of it. Okay. The, you know the flat Earth thing was just the beginning of it. Oh, you took notes. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> God, this guy. You can't even. You remember the guy that jumped from the edge of space from Red for Red Bull? Yes. He said even there you couldn't see the curvature of the Earth. What? I watched it. Did he? Yeah, Ken. I, yeah, you, you can see the curvature of the earth. But anyway, uh, there's no. The, uh, actually, the first thing he brought up was because we brought up. The, we were talking about the mental illness thing. And the guy says there is no such thing as mental illness.
1: Jesus Christ, he's mental. But
0: in the same breath says mental illness is caused by the drugs that they give you for mental illness.
1: Is it?
3: <laughs> does
0: it not exist, or is it caused by
1: this? Is it the cart before the horse, oh, or the
0: it? dude? It got better. What was he on? I, I, I was want, he tweaking? I want some. No, I was. A, I don't think he was tweaking. How, he was, was, how any, was he dressed? Like
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> what Bill. the fuck's that supposed to be? Bill he what? had on a
0: Canadian tuxedo. God damn it! We're not all crazy. He had on a Canadian tuxedo, but. Uh, uh, he also said we've never been to the moon
1: okay well, saw that one coming
2: I, I, I agree with that I have never been to the moon well no I mean as uh, as a species oh I thought you meant us three no we've never been to the moon see that there you go see that but I'll as send a, you
0: to the moon <laughs> as a species <laughs> the human race has never been to the moon okay hang on that one got better it's all faked and the Freemasons run NASA and they're all sworn to secrecy
1: Does he listen to that? Who's the guy that was talking about uh... Don't wait, hang on on. Don't go there yet Okay, because he did
0: The guy that is currently living at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Our president Mm -hmm. He's a clone Yes He's not the real Joe Biden (laughs) He's a clone I heard that one floating around And Trump is in on the conspiracy (sighs) Oh This may be the one con that the con man's not a part of.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, if you watch the news or any TV, you're
2: brainwashed. Well, that's true. Yeah, well. I mean, it is. I mean, let's face it. I watch a commercial for something. I'm a consumer whore. I go out and buy it. Right,
1: right, right, right. right. Yeah, like the, the yeah, couch, you're, you're the not couch wrong. with a thing in it. But... you. The couch with the bed? That's it. Yeah.
2: Ah! Yeah, with the fort. The, the fort. fort the
0: yeah, the Ford oh, the but, yeah, the fort couch. The couch with the... This guy was... this. I mean, this was some next-level conspiracy theory shit. I was looking for the motherfucker's tinfoil hat. I really was. He must have left it in the car. And he's a local. I would love to
2: interview this dude at, I'm thinking, I'd, in depth. I'd, I, I, I'd be afraid to. Put to him be on a honest. podcast. No. No, 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 no. This is the type of person that can, be, can improvise. He'll stab you in the neck with a pen. Yeah. I mean, um, seriously, this is the type of person that will grab the nearest thing. We would have to put to put yeah. all sharp objects yeah. off. Not, of even, the fucking... not even sharp objects. I think I think he could probably you know kill you with a rubber ball. I'm no. telling you, this is the type of person. <laughs> dude, I could I, I could see
0: one of us getting impaled with a pointy. Oh guitar. yes, uh, no. Yes. But yeah, this this interaction,
2: dude, I, boys, it literally gave me a fucking headache. I, <laughs> I dealt with someone like that long, long time ago. His belief was that okay, you ever see those little reflective things? That are on all guardrails? Yes. Okay? What he believed was that there is a satellite up there to watch people. And those things on guardrails are so they can aim it to anybody's house. Well, because have you ever noticed, they're reflective? Oh, shit. I got... <laughs> oh, that. You
0: just reminded me of a story from the way back, from the long, long ago. When I was an installer for Verizon. Now, this is before I even worked for PenCore at all. Uh-huh. I was an installer for Verizon. Now my work truck, my company truck, was a Ford fucking Ranger, mm-hmm. like a ninety-eight or ninety-nine Ford Ranger. Okay, because we're going back to yeah. ninety, yeah, yeah, back back to the late nineties, you know. And I a Ford Ranger with a ladder rack. Okay, mm-hmm. so this lady calls in a trouble ticket, and you see that green box on the pole. <laughs> You're poisoning me. <laughs> You're poisoning me. Wow. All of the poles within 500 feet of my house, I want taken down.
3: <laughs> Can't you
0: see the green waves coming out of the pole?
3: <laughs>
0: uh, dead fucking serious.
1: I want to go back to what you about the shooting. I, Tennessee, I guess, is trying to pass some kind of law to allow armed security in schools. That's one thing they're trying to do to do it. But, I mean, that, that's all I got to say on that subject. D- did you guys see the YouTuber who was trying to do a prank on somebody in the mall and apparently it didn't go over so well? And the guy fucking shot him.
0: No, I didn't see that. No, <laughs> no, and, I, I don't watch
2: those
1: prank and, things. And no, 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 no. This was the story, and I have yeah. to laugh on Facebook. It has, it has a story, and one of the first comments is, "This is Google. Fuck around and find out."
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of fucking around and finding out in Tennessee, um, at the state Assembly at the Tennessee State Assembly today, mm-hmm. they held a vote. Yesterday there was um, a protest mm-hmm. on the floor of the Tennessee State Assembly, mm-hmm. and three Tennessee lawmakers. Yes, have they? They today they held a vote to sanction them. One of them is. Out- One, they ousted. Yep. One a fucking sitting
1: senator. Yeah, they ousted. They ousted one.
0: One's got her job saved, and the other vote is
1: tonight. Okay, I was going to say I know they're voting on the, the- other
0: vote is tonight. Unfucking real.
1: Apparently, the guy that got ousted today, he was he was on the house floor with a uh, a blowhorn kind yeah, of with a bullhorn. Yeah,
0: yes, because he was trying to take back. You know, like essentially, the Republicans shut them down. Shut them down. Hmm? The, essentially, the Republicans shut them down, and the Republicans have a super majority in the Tennessee House. Yeah, yeah, I think they
1: needed a two-thirds vote.
0: Yeah, and they have the two-thirds yeah. vote; they have a super majority. So it's
1: fucked. Did it, it, it's really fucked? Did you uh, did you happen to those officers? I don't. Was it yesterday or the day before? They had a press conference, and they described what the fuck they saw and did going in there it, it was fucking a hard read
0: it is I, I It it's fucking terrible is what it really the, is the
1: janitor i guess was they said everybody had to go over a victim because when they first went in the janitor was right there inside the doorway yeah but then they heard the gunshots on the second floor so they had to run up to the second floor and then in the second floor hallways that's where all the victims were, but they mm-hmm. just had to run by them because the shooter was still shooting. Before they can even administer anything, they had to get yeah, rid of the they threat could first or any aid. Yeah,
0: that unbelievable, was fucking horrible, fucking. It, it, it's ridiculous. It really is.
1: Uh fuck. Let's move on to some fun stuff. Okay. Um Yeah, I'm done, done, done. being depressed. Except, except for your conversation with the flat earther. That was. That was. That was good. Wow. I bet you didn't expect that to come out of. The no, mouth. I didn't. I, I, I really. I didn't. would
2: not. I don't know. How much, how do you have that much patience? You you slapped me in the gut when I held a hammer wrong, and yet you're going <laughs> to have that much patience with that clown? Because Well, Jeff and I were both sitting there like.
3: <laughs> I looked at
0: Jeff after the guy finally walked away. Like, because I'm like. Are you serious? Oh mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, you're fucking brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. I looked at Jeff and Jeff looked at me and we both got our fucking jaws on the ground. And I'm like... <laughs> I I, looked, I said to Jeff, I gotta I gotta go home and take notes on this. This needs to go on the show. <laughs> Christ. Oh, fuck me. Oh, I, got, I, got a, I got a few little lists here. Uh, uh-huh. First one. There's something I think we can sink our teeth into. All right. It's an internet sourced list. Of ten unfunny
1: comedians. Hmm. Okay. I don't know many comedians, but I can try. You know a lot of
0: comedians. Oh, you'll know. You know, a bunch you'll know, on you this. know more than you think. Yeah. Number ten. I kind of gotta disagree with this one because he's really not a comedian. He's a former UFC fighter and now he hosts a podcast. Okay. Brendan Schaub. I don't I've never heard of him. Yeah, he's like I said, he's not really a comic. He's a. Yeah. He's, a he's a he's a podcast. I thought you were gonna say Joe Rogan. Well he's on here <laughs> a, What? He's on here. <laughs> um, yeah, Brendan shop He's a podcaster yeah. and a former MMA fighter. Okay, I've never, um, I've
2: never heard of him, so I can't comment on any of his stuff.
0: Uh, I've, huh. I've listened to the, I've listened to his podcast a few times, and it's called "The Fighter and the Kid," mm-hmm. and they are pretty good. They, I, I do got to give him that. They are pretty good. What?
1: You fucking hit him, you dolt!
2: It's okay, fire. I'll allow
1: it.
0: All he, he
2: laughed at me because I said you probably heard of him. First one you get, i never heard of him. So I
0: go, ha <laughs> So, next one you uh, you you've all heard of. Yeah. And I have to agree 100%, she is not funny in the slightest. Amy Schumer? Mm, not really. Mm, I don't know. I I'm not sure, I I think she she's in movies a lot, isn't she?
2: She I wouldn't know. If I see she's in something, I what fucking Bridesmaids, bridemaids or something like that. Her her humor is always overly inappropriate. Yes. However, but not funny. No. Not funny. Ha ha. Not funny at all.
3: All right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a tweet. fan of
2: Amy Schumer, but I'm also not like a not fan. Yeah. You well. Know what I mean? Yeah. Well. I think I've seen oh, a
1: couple shit. movies with her in it. Here we go again. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't really care one way or the other about Schumer.
1: I'm gonna crush your boys in a meat grinder.
3: I'm gonna...
2: <laughs> That's from. Uh... We gave him too much power. <laughs> Johnny Dangerous. Yes. Oh fuck. Yeah,
1: I know that movie now.
2: Number eight. Number eight. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, I never liked her style of humor, even well, when she well... was just a stand-up comic. Right.
1: Before she became an activist comic.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I
1: was never a fan. I think in the beginning I kind of was, but then everything went, because she had her, didn't she have her own uh, sitcom at the time?
3: Yeah, yeah. And
1: then she came out as gay and then everybody had a fucking uproar. But
2: even before that, I mean, she was still, she had, there was, there was a way comics were back, you know, you had Paula Poundstone and uh, Ellen DeGeneres and even Roseanne Barr at the time. They were all this like, almost like they weren't, they weren't talking about the standard stuff that women comics were talking about right. which made them stand out but they are also kind of whiny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> was, not yes. yes. It was. Yeah. yeah. I was never a fan. Number
0: seven is a guy I, I became a fan of after watching a movie. <laughs> Pete
2: Davidson. I, I love his comedy. I, I think I, he's <laughs> hilarious because it seems it seems like he doesn't give a shit about what he's doing. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's kind
0: of what well what endeared me to him uh, and this goes back to the early, early days of the show. Um, I remember uh, Bill hit me to the movie The King of Staten Island. Yes, and that movie turned me around 180 degrees on Pete Davidson. He, he was fantastic in that movie. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I think I said this back then too. A lot of what, uh, a lot of my hatred for him was because of the shit with him and Dan Crenshaw. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Was he the one that did that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and
0: you know, Pete Davidson is actually a funny fucking guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like
2: Pete. Davidson.
1: Oh, I can't stand that.
2: There's a great story that Louis C.K. tried to get him fired. What Saturday Night yeah, Live? Because he was, you know, Louis C. Every like Louis C.K. comes on to do his thing. This is before the scandal with C.K. And he comes on. Everybody's like, you know, around him was like, oh, and like fawning over him. And Pete Davidson just really uh, doesn't really care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and as he's walking through the hall. Louis C.K. like singled him out, and he's like, "You, you're a pot smoker. That's not funny. You you you're not respecting." He's, and he went to Lorne Michaels. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. wait. Oh, go ahead. Louis C.K. goes to Lorne Michaels, and to try to get Pete Davidson fired. So Pete Davidson gets called in, and Lorne Michaels like, um, you know, Louis C.K. came to see me, um, about you. Do you, do you smoke pot? Yeah. All right. Okay. And. Uh, and, and, and Pete Davis is just, am I fired? No. All right. That was it. <laughs> well, fucking.
0: Well, the thing is, Louis C.K. is should be on this list. He's not funny.
2: I've never found Louis C.K. funny at all. Louis C.K. does some of the. I mean, just humor that he stays on humor that just should not be funny.
3: <laughs> you
2: know what I mean? And it's like when everybody was like outraged that he did like the child molester joke. On yeah. Saturday Night Live? Yeah. If you've never heard his act, that's fucking tame. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is filthy. He is
0: very filthy. He's filthy, but he's not good. But it, it, there's uh, a reason he's playing the fucking chuckle hut in Waukesha, Wisconsin.
2: Yeah.
1: Pete David. Bella likes Pete Davidson. She showed me a clip one time, a skit on Saturday Night Live where he was like playing a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking horrible. And, so, and the guy looks like he just rolled out of bed every time you see him. That's part of the shtick. I think so. That's
0: part of the shtick. Uh like you can never tell if it's part of the script or if it's just Pete Riffin. Yep. And that's part of that's part of his shtick. Yeah. And I dig it. Next is uh an unfunny fucking thief, mm. Carlos Menstila. Stila? Yeah. He Oh well, oh, you don't know the gag the gag. No. Carlos Mancia is Mencia. the yeah, Menstila. He is okay. the biggest fucking plagiarist in the comedy world.
1: Got you.
2: Mm-hmm. He doesn't steal jokes; he steals entire fucking routines. <laughs> yep. And he actually admit finally admitted to doing it when Joe Rogan confronted him about it on stage at the comedy store. No. Mm-hmm.
0: YouTube the video.
2: Yep. Yeah, it was. What well, he basically
1: come up and say, "This ain't your fucking joke."
0: Yeah,
1: and <laughs> and tells
0: him exactly who
2: said it and where he said
1: yeah.
2: it wow i you know i i think there was a part of me that enjoyed the carlos menziea show because it's it's basically it's there's a time when you can like like you can laugh at racial humor when their own race is making fun of themselves yes if a white guy writes some of those sketches at er, er, no <laughs> right you know what i mean it's the same way like you can have like anton from living color right as long as Damon Waynes is writing it. Right. You yeah. see, and that's like the the the
0: the the pair on weekend update mm-hmm. that write the horribly fucking Oh yeah. Horribly racist jokes for each other. Oh that's just it's, it's a black guy and a white guy. Yeah. Oh. And the black guy will write shit for the white dude uh-huh. that no white guy should ever say. <laughs> and vice versa. The yep. white guy will write shit for the black guy that no black guy should ever say. Oh, about. they
2: write their own scripts. They like, write no, they, for each, yeah. each other. Yes. Oh, they write jokes net. for each oh, other. Honestly, yeah. The, the joke swap and Seth Meyers does something similar, where it's like jokes Seth can't tell, and it's jokes about uh, either people of color or lesbians. Yes, and it's like basically he says the joke, and then his writers who are either you know a black woman and a lesbian. I will do the punchline because it, because nobody gets canceled then. Right, <laughs>
0: right. Next uh number five, uh, some of his stuff is good. Uh, you know, this one is a definitely. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Jeff Dunham. I I
1: enjoy hmm. him. You it know, gets it gets old quick. It does, but you know you know it's 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 actually one of the few comedians that, as my kids were growing up, that you can actually sit there and watch with your kids.
0: Oh, so so a dead Arab is okay?
1: The, yes. No. Wait. When it's a puppet.
2: <laughs> when it's a puppet. We, we we actually saw him in concert at uh, Allentown Fair. Yeah, he yeah. played the Allentown Fair. Yeah. yeah. He like I said, he's he is funny, and I do dig some of his stuff. But
0: it gets old after a while. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done.
1: Jimmy loves the old guy.
2: Yeah, I uh, like Walter. Yeah, I like Walter. Walter and Peanut. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I mean, Ahmed. Um. <sighs> Jim Bob the the what the
1: Oh, Jim Bob's yeah, I don't I can't yeah. stand Jim Bob.
2: Yeah. There there are some characters I don't care for, but he does have to mix a lot of stuff up to yeah. keep it fresh. He can't just keep the same puppet over and over again. Right. I I mean there's
0: some of the stuff I like like he could never without a puppet, he could never get away with Jose Jalapeno on
1: a stick. No.
2: Half the stuff he couldn't get away without a puppet. Sweet daddy Correct. D. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sweet Daddy D, never. <laughs> never. Never. Uh, and you so, might have old motherfuckers
0: at Walmart trying to cancel him for Walter. That's yeah. his... Take your shit and get out. <laughs> that's right. It's just a puppet, see? All right, number four is the most unfunny son of a bitch around, Dane Cook. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking terrible. You
2: know, How he ever had a career is beyond I, me. Because he got a career because... He was the MTV generation when everything was like quick cuts and edits and flashy stuff. If you listen to his stories, it's all just him on the stage like he's hopped up on meth. Yeah. Could be. And they're not that funny. It's just fast. And he wasn't a stand-up. He was a move-the-hell-around comedian. Right. He he's,
0: he he's just not good. Uh, next is a guy. It always bothered the shit out of me. When he couldn't keep a straight face during his skits on that's Saturday Night e- Live, that's every skit, Jimmy Fallon. That's every skit. I mean, a, a Tim Conway and uh, Harvey Korman used to. They would. They would intentionally try to bust each other up on the on the Carol Burnett show.
1: Yes, and that happened often.
0: Yes, but they were doing it to each other yeah, intentionally. Correct. Fallon just
2: is. Yes, is, is he just that unprofessional? And the mm-hmm. worst part about it is, is that he has he has fucked up. Some of the most iconic sketches. Cowbell. Yeah. The hot tub. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Disneyland one with uh, Rachel, uh, Debbie Downer. Yes. Some of the best sketches he was a part of, and he can't keep his straight face through any of them. Right. Okay. The man has a real problem, I think.
0: (laughs) Number two is a guy I find incredibly funny. His stand-up, I think, is great. And he is the greatest podcaster in the world. Uh, The numbers don't lie. And I love his show, Joe Rogan.
2: Yeah, but I I wouldn't call him. I I, I mean, okay, second grade. There you go. You we know who the best. Second <laughs> greatest. Yeah. I, <laughs> but
0: I I fucking love Joe Rogan. I think his shit is
2: fucking great. His stand up is phenomenal. I never I never I don't care for his stand up. Oh, I do. Because I don't know. I just he every every thing I hear of him, he's always like making fun of his girlfriend and whatever voice he uses for her. Is that the most grating fucking voice ever? <laughs> I mean,
0: I was a fan of his going back to the Fear Factor days. And then being a Oh
1: yeah, I forgot about
0: that. Being a, a huge UFC fan for all yeah. these years, you know, with Rogan being uh, you know the 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 color commentator for yes. the UFC for a lot of yes. years. Mm-hmm. I you know I'm like, hey, I know that guy. And you know, going back even going back to news radio, he was good on news radio. I'm a fan of his stand up, I'm a fan of his podcast. I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. And, you know, if you ever... One of the funniest things I ever saw, Rogan related, you know who Stephen A. Smith is, right? Yes. Stephen A. Smith is uh, he's a sports commentator. He works for mm-hmm. ESPN. He has no business being anywhere near MMA. He knows nothing about the fight game. However, however, there's my Stephen A. impression. He said one time, he said that, he would beat Joe Rogan's ass. Why would he say that? Well, no, no, he's he, uh, he 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 could whoop Joe Rogan's ass. Have you ever seen the video of Joe Rogan taking prac uh, You know, practicing because Joe Rogan is a is a he's a martial artist. Himself. Well, I didn't
2: I didn't see that video, but I saw the the like where his, his inch nipples in the freaking tub. Oh yeah, what? T- <laughs>
0: But uh, yeah, yeah. Rogan's got some weird fucking nipples. Uh, but anyway, there's video out there of Joe Rogan kicking a heavy bag. Okay, it's fucking ridiculous. It, like they, because he's been asked, Joe, why did you never fight in the UFC? He said straight up, I will melt the fucking cup. <laughs> I will melt the fucking cup. One of his one of his go to lines is, I wrote this joke when I was higher than giraffe pussy. Wow. Yes. He doesn't do PEDs. He just smokes a fuck ton of weed, does DMT and you know mind altering shit. Yeah. Joe but Joe Rogan a funny motherfucker.
1: I'd melt the cup. That's funny.
0: Oh, I would melt the fucking cup. And number 1 is a guy I I was never a fan of his comedies of his comedy, but I'm a big fan of some of his movies. Rob Schneider.
2: I've never actually seen any of his stand-up work. I've seen it's not that good. I mean, I've seen him in movies, and I know his SNL stuff, but I don't know. There's I don't know that he's unfunny. I just think he's I think he's unlucky. Yeah, because he got he was on SNL with Sandler, and. Um, Farley, yeah, mm-hmm. and Spade, mm-hmm. and so Hartman. It's like he was at SNL at a time when the top, top, top tier yeah. was there. Probably, arguably, but, the best SNL cast. I mean,
1: when you talk about it, though, do you, you ever see Grown Ups?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I
1: do. Uh, David Spade and Sandler, well, yeah, and that with yeah. Schneider. The older versions of everything.
2: that, they weren't at their peak then.
1: No, I know, but oh, those fucking movies are hilarious. Grown Ups one and two, they
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, they're pretty good. The only thing good about grown-ups too is Steve Austin
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right oh. so
0: uh let's move on to our uh, uh, uh let's move on to the next bit of business. um last week we talked about everybody doing their own compilation album correct of, for obvious reasons, Jim got grunge
3: uh-huh.
0: for equally obvious reasons. Bill got power metal. (gasps) And for some reason that I will never understand, (laughs) they decide to give me death metal. They decide to give me death metal. Uh, Hang on. Brian Knappenberger asks, what do you guys think of Ron White? He's on the fence of being funny, in my opinion. Uh, He also needs to be drunk. uh, He's not really drinking whiskey on stage. That's a gimmick. It's like Dean Martin. I like him. I like Ron White I like Ron too. Wright. But um yeah, he's like
2: he's like a grandfather comedian.
0: Yeah. It, it, he's he's the funny he's probably the funniest of the blue collar guys. Not probably is. Yes, yeah. He is. But uh, that's not real whiskey he's drinking on. Because that was
1: Jeff Jeff Foxworthy and Larry the Cable Guy. And Bill and and Bill, and Engvall. Bill Ingvall, that's right. Well, oh, he's not bad. He Ingvall's had, not bad.
2: Ingvall had more or less one shtick. Yeah. Here you're Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, like you might be a redneck. Larry Campbell guy has his own thing. Ron White really did not. Yeah, right. They tried to give it to him, but it's like he didn't repeat the jokes constantly. Yes. Well, no.
0: I mean, he did the tater salad thing. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they call me tater salad. <laughs> I was drunk in a bar and thrown out in public. I didn't want to be drunk in public. I wanted to be drunk in a bar. <laughs> I do, I, we all enjoy Ron White. Yeah, Ron White's all right. Right, Yeah, he's, like I said, pretty much far and away the best of the
1: blue-collar guys. Who's the other comedian out there that he gets fucking angry? He, older guy. Lewis? Yeah. Lewis Black. Lewis Lewis Black. Lewis Black's awesome. Oh, man. He's,
0: he's an angrier, he's an
2: angrier, more politically charged George Carlin. I think, but I think the anger, I think that's, part of the act oh yeah because if you see him trying to do q a's people will like give him things that are like something they want to see him rant yeah 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 yeah. and he can't come up with a rant when he's just talking right (laughs) what the hell
1: was that pixar movie that had to do with all the emotions inside out inside out Mm -hmm. yeah he played anger (laughs)
2: yeah well it worked oh
1: yeah god yes
0: all right so let's get on to these compilations uh, how do we want to do this? Do we want to go album by
1: album? or I track thought bar? you
2: were just going to take a picture of them.
1: No, you fuck.
2: No, because I thought the idea was we're going to take a picture of it and then we're all supposed to listen Well, to we're going to do that afterwards, but we're going to talk about what's on them first. Oh, well, uh, oh boy. Okay. Um, we can wait, album by album? Song by album? I song. Songs. By song.
0: No, no, I mean, like, Bill, Jim yeah. do his album, you do one, your own.
2: Yeah, well, mine are a numerical oh, order. Oh, do the whole so are mine. Do the whole album.
1: Yeah. I okay.
2: can't do the whole album. I didn't write that much.
1: You should what? have you should have
2: fifteen songs on
1: 15 there. Fifteen songs. Yeah, but not albums. No, no. Si- Your album is This si- is the album
2: you fuck
0: nit- you fuck with. Okay. Damn.
2: <laughs> well no, the way he's sounding is like, what look not, moron You have an entire piece of pepper. I could see the whole I'm thinking did he write down all the albums and I fuck this all up now? Hang on.
3: Throw me a frickin' bone
2: here. <laughs> You've been throwing lots of them. Oh, fuck me. If you want to do it one by one by one, that's that's fine. Yeah, let, let's Just, do one by one by one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, as, as
0: has become tradition, we will start with the fucking clown on my
1: left. There we go. And I will rip the Band-Aid off right from the beginning. The band that song that made a lot of people trade in their jean jackets for a flannel. Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana 1991 off of Nevermind
3: Boo
2: No you can't boo it, it's his list I can can boo
1: boo whatever I want Just preemptive boo (laughs)
2: Alright so I already know there's one song On your record I'm not gonna (laughs) like (laughs) Oh fuck Man
1: There might be more I'm gonna rip your balls off
2: So you cannot contaminate the rest of the world why is there fucking all that noise behind it? What is that from? There, there Full Metal
0: Jacket. There wasn't that much noise behind there. Was there? <laughs> oh yeah, there was. Okay. Uh, fuck. What part was that from? Uh, that's they're they're in basic training. They're going through the obstacle.
1: Course I got yeah. it. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes.
2: <laughs> fuck! Now I gotta watch that movie again. <laughs> right. Yes, you do. Uh fuck. Go ahead. All right. So I'm gonna start. Mine is bun by year. So um, start 1987 by an American band, the only American band on the list. Okay. Okay. Um, the song and the album is the same, Hall of the Mountain King by Great. Sabotage. That's Great. a fucking song.
1: Awesome song. As
2: so I said, my list, you're going to know a lot of them, the early ones. It's when I start getting later on, you're going to be like, okay. <laughs> right. Uh, good fucking song. Yep. I, I'm
0: big Sabotage fan. I remember cruising around with Dave Pereira with that in the fucking tape deck of of the Pontiac Sunbird he had. Oh, my Lord. With a case of beer in the back, and I was like 17. (laughs) Statute of Limitations is over on that one. Way fucking over. My first track. I get death metal. We open up with Death. (laughs) Out of Florida. And the song that I picked is probably my favorite death song. Lack of Comprehension. Mm. okay off of 1991's human okay which is the first record where death really turned the corner and started doing a lot more progressive shit this really set the stage for them to become what death became later on Mm -hmm. uh with songs like crystal mountain and and uh, later on stuff like the philosopher and until you know The final death record, individual thought patterns, and then into Control Denied. Mm. So, opening up with you got it, we're talking death metal. The first word in death metal is fucking death. Death. All right, what do you got next, Miller?
1: Okay. I chose this one uh, because it has two heavy hitters singing uh, from the grunge movement, and it's also the first recorded song sung by Eddie Vedder. It's a uh, hunger strike off of the temple of the dog album from 1991.
0: So you got one singer and one mumbler. Sure.
1: <sighs>
0: I love that song. It is a good song. <laughs> I love that. I almost song.
1: did say hello to heaven, but because it was his, the first time he was ever, you know, recorded. That's yeah. why I, I picked that one.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can't argue with that. It's a great song.
2: All got? right. The next one I have now we go all the way to Germany. To one of the trio of power metal. Now, power metal, if anybody doesn't know, is defined to me as just big music, right? Just it, it doesn't have to be fast, but it just it's 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 room filling, mm-hmm. all right. And this one is another one that you I know from the album "Keeper of the Seven Keys" Part Two. Nice from Halloween. I want out. Oh, beautiful <laughs> fucking song. And that's in 1988.
0: I dude, unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, and I still know. I think I still would. Can probably recite all the I was to just watching the head.
2: video before Jim showed up to pick me up today. From our live the, vid- the on- video is awful. The video is fucking terrible. But the song's great. <laughs> but the song is great. <laughs> the song's fucking great.
0: Yes. Uh okay. My second track. Uh we're gonna go across the country here, another American death metal band, and more OGs of the genre. A band called Possessed.
1: Okay, I've heard of them.
0: These guys broke around the same time Death did in the early eighties. However, this song is from 2019's album Revelations oh. of Oblivion. The song is called "No More No More Room in Hell." Okay. These guys, it's their it was their first full album in 33 years. Wow. Yes, and oh my god, is it just all kinds of fucking brutal? Holy shit! You're gonna you're gonna dig this one.
1: <laughs> what do you got? I got. Uh, Soundgarden was a very hard group for me to pick a fucking song.
0: Yeah, a lot of good Soundgarden. I there.
1: picked, uh, Outshined, just because it's so fucking, just a, dun dun dun, slow tempo, it's, yeah, uh, Outshined by Soundgarden from 1991's Bad Motor Figure.
0: Good song, good record.
2: Bad Motor Finger! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Once again i going to you, <laughs> boys in a gonna... right. Now, mm-hmm. fast forward. We're still in Germany for 1996. Okay. For another band that was around earlier, but this is one of their later albums. Yeah, they were doing... It's a band called Gravedigger, and they were doing concept albums. This is like the one of their three concept albums about war. Okay. And this was called Tunes of War, which takes place... It's all about um, the Scotland's uh, war with William Wallace and Braveheart and all oh, that. Oh no shit! Oh nice. Yep. They also did one with Excalibur and and another one and I'm drawing a blank on now, but it was like right in a row they did three. But it's that's um, off the album Tunes of War. It's called Scotland United. Nice. And again, it's a band from Germany doing a song about doing a whole album about Scotland. Yeah. Nice. But this is the one that I I absolutely thought this is the one that needs to be on this one for those. But Gravedigger, Jesus Christ. A phenomenal group
0: I can't wait to hear that Actually To be completely honest Yeah um, My third song We're going back To some more OGs Of the genre But this time We're going to The Frozen Tundra Of Buffalo New York With Your friends and mine Cannibal Corpse <laughs> And the song I picked by Cannibal Corpse This one was di- A little difficult for me Oh I knew you <laughs> can imagine This was difficult So I just said Fuck it We're going To the origin story Track one off the debut album, Shredded Humans.
1: Oh, my Lord.
0: Off of 1990's Eaten Back to Life. Early hours, open road, a family of five on the way home, having enjoyed a day in the sun, their encounter with gore has just begun. A homicidal fool not knowing left from right now has the family in his sights. Trying to perceive if he's blind or insane, he steers his car into the other lane.
1: Drunken milkman driving drunk. No, this Uh, makes drunken. No, I know, I know, I know. know. (laughs) But yeah, Cannibal
0: Corpse. uh, You knew Cannibal Corpse would have to make an appearance on this. Oh, I knew that. Those guys are surprised if you
1: only have them on there once.
0: Uh, There, I did not repeat an artist. I did one. I did not repeat an
2: artist. No, me
0: neither. I, I, I tell you what. I, I, c- I could have put, whole oh, it, put was, a whole album Oh, I could have put a whole album together yeah. just from death. I, I
1: told you, I was going fucking crazy. I, I, I,
0: but I, I dude, I dug way deep into the archives for some of this shit. All right, moving
1: on. What do you got fourth? Uh, I, it, once again, I had a bitch of a time finding a Pearl Jam song. But I chose Jeremy off of 1991's 10, just because of the depressing content of that fucking song. How disturbing that song is.
0: Yeah. That's All one right. of the few Pearl Jam songs I can listen I I will not turn off. Yeah. I, w- I won't immediately turn Jeremy off. Because it is a really, really, really good song.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it is. I, I dig it. I dig right.
2: it. I can't lie. Okay. Mr. Soul. Next up, we're going to Sweden. Hing there again. We're gorgeous feeding for the chef? Uh, for a um an, uh, for nineteen ninety-eight. And it's a, a band called Hammerfall. Oh nice! And uh, off the album Legacy of Kings, Heating the Call. Okay. This okay. was this was one of the it's like again, these are bands that have like tens of albums. Yeah. So picking the one that I want to kind of put in, a little bit difficult, but this one I really enjoyed. And uh, one you know of, of many of their songs that I enjoy, but yeah, Heating the Call. Um, that's the one. Nice. Good shit. Um,
0: I've heard some Hammerfall stuff. Mm-hmm. They're a very good band. Um, my number four. We're going back to the old school again. <laughs> and uh, these guys are OGs of the genre. Morbid Angel.
2: Ah. Oh
0: Yes. From, from Florida's own Morbid Angel. Bad Boys out of Tampa, Florida. The song I picked from Morbid Angel was Immortal N- Immortal Rights" off of 1989's Altars of Madness. Okay. Cool atmospherics uh, in the song, which, you know, Dart, which uh, Morbid Angel did a lot, but this is just face-smashingly fucking brutal.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And Trey, I don't know how to fucking pronounce the last name he goes by, but their guitar player, Trey, mm-hmm. oh my God, is he good. Mm. Wow. All right. I fucking love oh. Urban Angel. Oh, boy. All right. What do you got at fifth?
1: I think you guys will both enjoy this one. Uh, this is from 1992. The album was called Bricks Are Heavy.
2: L7. Ah, yes.
1: Pretend We're Dead by L7. Yes. Takes me
2: back to uh. playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, my there God. There are so many great songs on that album. Diet Pills, another good one. Yep. yep. Um, I think they, and they were a part of the soundtrack of Pet Cemetery 2. Yes. Yeah. Bricks are heavy. I love that album.
0: Fantastic
2: record. Good call, Miller. Yes. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen, now, now we're going back to Germany. Okay. Uh, now we jump 2006. This is a band called Blind Guardian. I've heard of them. Now. Heard of them. As the LDS. album is called The Twist and the Myth. They do, they, this album is very, um, very Tolkien-esque. Uh huh, and the whole album, you would understand more about the the elves and shit like that. And this, I could give a fuck. <laughs> but the music's good, and the and the song on it, it's not a cover. But the song is called "Turn the Page." Okay, and it's it's a very good album. There's another song on here that I do like a bit more, but it's not as power metal as this. And it's like it's like uh, skulls and and um, scars. Yeah, but it's not power metal. But it's a, I, that's one of my favorite songs by them. But the whole band themselves—they do a lot of media to, They do a lot of. Believe me, That's the said, one you told me to listen uh, to. Yeah, because you like Tolkien for like fifty
1: times. Now you'll
2: understand this shit more than I do because I don't. I didn't know there was more than the fucking Hobbit.
1: <laughs> yes, you did. You know what?
2: They uh, <laughs> almost got his. Where, where are my post-it
0: notes? Over
2: here, where you left them. I need to. Jackass. I need
0: to make a. I need. Sorry. <laughs> Hang on, I need a, I need, uh, I need the uh, soundbite of from South Park when Kanye West is on there,
3: Uh-huh.
0: and he's talking to Kim Kardashian. The bitch, you sure you ain't a habit?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were on so many different ways I going in with my precious. No, 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 no. I, I need that. I need that soundbite. Bitch, you sure you ain't a habit?
3: <laughs>
0: oh. oh, okay. Now for my number five. We're going to the lads from Liverpool, not the Beatles. England, you
1: fucking. Nipple. Well, I know that. I'm trying to think of what death metal band came out of fucking Liverpool, England.
0: The Battles. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> the one, the only Bill Steer and Carcass.
1: Oh, Carcass.
0: They're With, from England. They're yeah. They're I from, didn't fucking they're from know fucking that. Liverpool. I, I, I knew not. Okay, cool.
1: Yes. Wow, how'd that fucking happen out of Liverpool?
0: Off of 1993's Heartwork, Buried Dreams. Mm.
3: Heartwork,
1: Heartwork. Mo- okay, this was their major label yeah. debut. That is one, yeah, you. I listened to that album when you told me to that one time. Their most accessible,
0: you know, like, orally, oral, A-U-R-A-L, their most, not orally, guys, their most accessible album, like the closest they've ever come to sounding even fucking remotely commercial. Mm-hmm. And this is still heavier than 90% of the shit out there.
3: Mm.
0: Buried Dreams is such a fucking great song. You'll, right. Guys, you'll like that one. Mm. All right. Uh, yeah, in fact, my notes. Their most accessible record, uh, major label debut, still heavy as fuck. Yeah, the, these carcass is awesome. What do you got next? Hi, Tear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a uh, grunge supergroup next. Um, Mad season. From oh, 1995. so that's, does
0: that mean the guitar player knew five chords? Sure. <laughs> that's
1: sad. Anyway, River of Deceit. <gasps> good song. Yes,
0: very good song.
1: Never heard of it. So oh I, no, late it's All right. Lane Staley, uh, the guitarist from Pearl Jam. Yep. Uh, Mike McCready, I think. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't know, while they were recording Vitology, this is how this group came up, came about, while they were re- re- recording Vitology, he checked himself into rehab. That's where he met this other guy in rehab who happened to be a bassist who played in other bands, and they got a drummer and got Lane Staley on board and kaput. Nice.
0: Yeah, that's a good song. The whole Mad Season record is very good. Yeah, uh, even as a non-grunge fan, it's it's a good record. Yes. All right, go ahead,
2: Bill. All right, now now we uh, step over into Finland.
1: Why are we fucking traveling all around here? Beca- because because yeah. it's power metal. Because dude.
2: power power metal is is mainly very European. So this is 2006, this is a band called Lordy. Not, oh! not the Randy Marsh uh, band. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, this is Lordy. They were in the Eurovision Song Contest, which they do over there. Which you have all these countries submit a song, and this was Finland's entry from Lordy. It's on the album Apocalypse. They almost, <laughs> I'm serious. They were these guys almost remind you of like a a a, a European choir, and the song is Hard Rock Hallelujah. Yeah, you know the song yeah you know, oh. I, I know the band you're, you're,
0: uh, fan of the Alice Cooper yes um the they Lordy uh, they 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 stuck their foot in their fucking mouths they talked a bit of shit on Alice Cooper okay and Uncle Alice <laughs> clapped back. And said, Lordy, oh, where have I seen that before? Oh, yeah, Guar. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's it's,
2: it's true. They it's put true. they put a lot of makeup on. Yeah, and, but again, Lordy's not bad. Yeah, they 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 were picked for Finland's Eurovision Song Contest." You know, every country gets... I don't know if they won or not. Oh,
1: that was, was going to be my next question.
2: I don't remember if they won or not, but that's where I was kind of hip to but them. But you see, that's the kind of thing... Like, um, I could honestly see with this
0: Eurovision Song Contest, I could see Poland throwing Behemoth out. They there. would, yeah. Yes. That, that,
2: band, that's what they do. And this they're... like death metal and black metal and power metal is fucking huge yeah. in yeah. Europe. Russia's entry, I believe, was at Little Big, which is another band that I... They have now, since everything's going on over there, they are now, they were ousted and they now live in California. Nice. But Little Big is a very experimental pop group that I absolutely love. That was the one that had that mustache song I sent you.
1: Nice. Are you kidding me?
2: (laughs) Did you watch the video? Well, I'm going to... She lacked my mustache.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say something funny here. I, I need... When I'm out in public, I'm learning... When I get a text from either you or him, I don't fucking open it. I was at Jimmy's track meet when I got that. And I just saw it, and I'm like, nope. And too many, I, too many,
2: too many lovers, too many lovers. Or some, it was either you or him. Anything oh, I'd, I'd that you get meet. anything you get from us will more than likely be not safe for work. Correct. Yeah, or just make sure you have I have my phone on mute at work all the time. If,
1: if I'm in my office, you that... know I'll fucking look at it. But you know, like I said, I was at the track meet and I saw it was one of you two birds, I'm like, oh, nope, not fucking opening it here. <laughs>
0: no balls. Oh what? No, no balls. All right. My next entry. In honor in honor of Sunday being Zombie Jesus Day. <laughs> oh we've got some good death metal out of florida your friend and mine glenn benton the man who brands upside down crosses into his Mm forehead, deicide with once upon the cross (laughs) from 1995's album once upon the cross the prototypical deicide song, it's fast, it's uncompromising, and it may be nearly the most blasphemous song in the repertoire.
1: Oh, lordy, lordy.
0: And that's saying something from a band that has an album called Scars of the Crucifix.
1: So I shouldn't listen to this, that song, tomorrow. Tomorrow's good Friday. <laughs> I, I know tomorrow's good Friday. What's that Doesn't
0: mean? I, I, yeah, This is another discussion for another time, because okay, right. we're going to open up a rabbit hole if we do this. <laughs> all right. That's... Uh, hang, hang on. No, fuck it. We're going down this rabbit hole for a second. Why is it Good
2: Friday if this is the day your Lord and Savior died?
1: I know. I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: Maybe, maybe good meant something different back then. I don't know. No,
1: it's... And I, I saw something the other day that... You know, Easter shouldn't be on Sunday. He rose three days after, so that should be Monday.
2: I don't get off of work for that day, so you know what? I get off. I, I'm off tomorrow.
1: Are oh, you? Yeah, I'm off tomorrow.
0: So I'll probably listen to a lot of blasphemous tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'm a heathen. What can I say? <laughs> number 10, what do you got? Uh, 10. Number
1: 10 already? No. One, 2, yeah. 3, 4, Yeah. 7.
2: Yeah. Somebody can't fucking count. Where's your soundbite for that? Oops.
1: <laughs> hard. There it is.
2: Oh fuck! That means I don't have enough songs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. You can make it. You can make it up. How that. did
2: you fuck? Oh my god! He went fight from five to nine. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Six, seven, eight. You missed three fucking. Times. I missed three songs. That's that's a whole fuck. Oh no, you just missed digits.
1: Look, look. <laughs> now, now we need a sound bite for the count from Sesame Street. <laughs> no, not, not, wait. Not. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, hang on.
0: Let me find a good one here.
2: I can give you a good one. Dead air. Gotcha, hey. What? Gotcha, bitch. It should be thrown on three, not one, not two. One, two, five. Three, sir.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> <Not a second>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I fucked up.
1: For, <laughs> for my seventh song. <laughs> fuck you
0: I know how I did it I know how I did it I was using the fucking keypad over here and I probably hit nine instead of six
1: well I at least counted my list after I typed it realized make sure because I wanted to be you know perfection here hey
0: this is the first time I done goof so fuck off
2: you okay the first time (laughs) (laughs) the the first time on air (laughs) shut
3: the fuck up fat man that goes for both Uh. of you
1: (laughs) <laughs> uh, to fucking annoy me,
3: huh? <laughs> 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 we, got, we got another all
1: group here. This is off a of 1994's "Live Through This" doll parts by Hole. Oh boy,
0: will not listen to it.
2: You gotta listen to the album. Nope. Not the no. album. Just one song. No, uh, my nope. album. Oh. See,
1: we're making a compilation sorry, album. Sorry. Do we have to repeat ourselves again? No, don't do it again. I know. <laughs> No. Should we have, like, a blackboard or something to write this, to explain this to you?
2: How old are you, man? No one uses blackboards anymore. The fucking smartboard, dude. How about, yeah. Yeah. Yo, get a requisition us a smartboard. What do we requisition you a smartboard? Well, for you, fuck? you can get
1: a dumbboard.
2: <laughs> I have a lot of dumbboards. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait,
0: wait, wait. No, 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 no.
1: This is the third time we're explaining this to this
2: gentleman tonight. <sighs> I'm sorry the way you say, listen to the album. You don't listen to the whole album. Anyway, my next song. It's not an album yet. It's, I'm not listening to, to whole. I, I refuse. You know the song, though, so you can rate it off of that. Correct. Zero. Okay. Hey, that's your rating. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fair. My next one is from 2007, Staying in Finland, by a band called Turizaz. Turizaz. I've heard them. Yeah, they dress up as, as warriors, and they... Paint themselves in red Jesus streets. Christ. Oh yeah, these guys are great. This one's called the album is called the Varaginian Way. I guess that's how you say it. I'm not sure, but the song is Rasputin. It is a cover, and it's about Rasputin, the the Russian monk, right? But uh, yeah,
1: really, what other Rasputin? Rasputin is there? Do you
2: know? I'm. I don't know. Maybe other people don't know that. Okay. Not everybody listens to that Lord of the Rings shit either. <laughs> You know? Say hello
3: to my little
2: friend. <sighs> Jesus Christ. You, you've turned into a fucking morning zoo show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking
2: toy. I got to play with it. I like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want control of it? Oh, God. You don't want me to be in control of that. I'll be accidentally clicking when you're talking.
0: Uh, fuck. <sighs>
3: uh,
0: my next one. No, We can't number them anymore because I fucked up. Uh, I have... Uh, Sweden's entombed. Mine aren't even.
2: Oh fuck it. Stay in America, man. <laughs>
0: Listen to you. We have left hand path off All of right. the album Left Hand Path, nineteen ninety. Good fucking band. Right. Uh, great song. Perfect mosh part. This like oh this good punching song. <laughs> this is a good punching song.
1: Jeez. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready. My next one. <laughs> Any fucking time, sweetheart. You did not even have to use a soundbite for uh, that. Six, Number eight.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Off their major label debut, uh, 1999's, 1990s Apple. It's uh, Crown of Thorns by uh, Mother Love Bone. All
2: right.
0: Uh, Temple what? of the Dog was done as a tribute to their singer. Correct. To Andy Wood.
1: And members of Pearl Jam were in Mother Love Bone. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, g- uh, they were. Uh, they were like the grunge sublime. Yes. They were like grunge's yeah. sublime. Uh, okay. They they fucking had one really fucking good album, and then the singer had a gone fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shit happens.
2: All right. Yeah. Moving All on. Right, next up. Um still in Finland with a band. Now, this is basically a super group, as you call it, uh, called Northern Kings. Okay. They only released two albums, um, and they're both cover albums, uh, Reborn and Rethroned. This was off of Reborn, and the first song off of this was Don't Stop Believin'.
3: If you've ever oh, wanted to okay. hear
2: some of these, they get did Sledgehammer. They did yes, they did a bunch of songs in power metal form I'm intrigued yeah and they're called yeah they're, but
1: why would you have a super group and just do cover bands look at me first they, in the yeah, gimme they only just got well. they
2: got together and I think they just did a thing and then okay. cause they were from all different bands but, yeah but I don't stop believing wasn't one of their singles me first
0: and the gimme gimmies is a punk super group that does nothing but covers yeah wow
2: and it's said they didn't do anything like they only did two albums and they're all covers on both that they did Seal Kiss from a Rose. Nice. But when you listen to like the power metal version of these and don't stop believing, I think this is a fun way to listen to that song. Oh my god. It's already a big song. They make it bigger.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> like at, like like atmospherically big. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, next on my list I have a band out of Ohio called Necrophagia. Jesus Christ. Oh. The song is called Blood Freak. <laughs> off of the off of the nineteen ninety-eight album Holocausto de la Muerte. Okay.
1: Holocaust, Holocaust of the dead. dead. Oh boy.
0: Lesser known band, but these guys are heavy as fuck. If you if you like death metal, you will love Necrophagia. Oh my. Uh, and for those of you who are wondering, Necrophagia is eating dead people.
1: Yes. Hmm.
0: Very nice. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Very evil. <laughs> oh, speaking of Dan Housen, um, he's been injured. He tore his pack.
2: Oh, my God. Again?
0: Yeah, he's he's been injured. No. Uh, and he posted something on his Instagram uh, either yesterday or today. Uh, Pepsi Phil. Okay. Got him his Holy Grail collectible. Action Comics number 12, the debut of fucking Spider-Man.
1: Oh, I'll be damned. Jesus Christ. Somebody got that for him. Yeah, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Wow. Pepsi Pepsi
0: Phyllis is his pet name for CM Punk.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Very nice. Very evil. Yes. Very much, very Pepsi.
1: Wait. Wasn't action DC? Yeah. Was that
2: Superman? Our, wait, amazing. Amazing stories. Amazing, Amazing stories. stories. You're right. That's You're right. It. Amazing yeah. stories. Uh, it's it's the debut of Spider. Yeah. It's one of the, one of the most homage covers like out yeah. there.
0: Yeah. He, he got him. He got him a copy of it. Yeah. Holy cool. shit. Yeah. Very very nice of uh, Punk to do that. Uh, him, him and him and him and Danhausen hit it off pretty quick. Oh yeah. In fact, he uh, Danhausen uses. The go to sleep as his finish. Mm-hmm. But he calls it the very nice, very nevel. <laughs> and he, he did the right thing. He reached out to Punk and asked yeah. for permission to do it. Yeah. And Pepsi Phil was Sally Forth, young man. Oh, my. All right, moving on. What do you got next?
1: <clears throat> this is one that uh, <laughs> I know you guys never heard before. Um, it's from a group called Love Battery. Off their album Love Battery from 1989, and it's a song called uh, Between the Eyes.
2: Jesus Christ, that sounds like one of your bands. It's
1: it's actually <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could go either way. <laughs> that could go either way, considering what was on my Filthy Fifteen. Uh. <laughs> Between the Eyes
2: could go either way. Yeah, this is this is gonna be an interesting listen. That one.
1: This this is uh, they're they're. They're more. I, I think they're a little bit more punk than grunge. Okay. But grunge, grunge came out of like but, a punk scene in Seattle. It kind of it was slowed down punk, and these guys. It's 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 almost like actually like a punk song, but if you just slowed it down a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm at, uh, Brian. I'm actually gonna get that sound bite. Uh, I I what got a new. What fucking sound uh, bite does he want now? Well, any fucking time, sweetheart. Um. <laughs> I actually, I got, uh, I've been, I've been playing around with a new toy, a new soundboard. So, um, and since you're watching live on the, on the Facebook, what I'm going to do with the YouTube videos is I'm going to try and sync the audio from the board to the video from the hard camera. And we're going to try and sync this up and, you know, do a little bit more polished Production. Listen on
1: Spotify. And after the day I had, you're going to be busting on my balls, you shit. He knows what kind of day I had. It was wow. not a good day. Not a good Shut
2: day. Shut the fuck up, fat man. Whoa. Mm. Anyway. Nope. Okay. We're going to in Finland with a band you've all heard before. It's I the country where I like yep. to be. Yes. Kork Kalani. Okay. With another one of their great songs off of Carkello. Car- Car- most of their stuff is in their native tongue, but this one isn't, and it's called Vodka. Nice. They have done songs for beer, vodka, tequila. I mean, rum, if it's a drink, they've done it. And vodka is one of their later ones. What? Did oh. I, yeah, they're 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 just they're just What's wonderful. the name of the group again? Corp Kalani. Corp Kalani. Corp yes. Kalani. Corp Kalani. Yes. Kalani. It's it means clan of the forest.
1: Okay, I thought it was like a Kalonic. No.
2: Oh, it's Jesus not a Kalonic? they they're Finlands. They're fins. No, you just go you just go into the Fjord. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. Great band.
0: Another one of their great albums. Yeah. Uh, everything I've heard from them I pretty much I've mm-hmm. done. Um, moving on for me. Um, I have Obituary Next. More OGs of Florida Death mm-hmm. Metal. And I have the title track off of 1989's Slowly We Rot. Oh my. Starts off slow. But my God, does it pick up nicely. Wow. Uh, obituary is, these guys are OGs of death metal. Um, fucking killer band. And they're still going today. Still going. Hmm.
1: All right, what do you got next? Uh, Song came out in 92. I can't remember the fucking name of the album. But it's uh, Nearly Lost You by Screaming Trees. Okay. Um, I
2: remember the Screaming Trees. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it was either it was going to be this one or it was... Uh, Ah, eh, shit, no, I can't remember that one either. I'll just... All I Know, that's it. That was the All other right. song that I was tossing around by them.
2: Okay.
1: He's writing sound bites. He,
2: no, he's, he better be writing three more songs. Oh. <laughs> oh no, I, I, I need to research this. Oh, Jesus. I need to All research
1: right. three more songs. We're going to have surprise listening when we go to Spotify. Yes, you Spotify. Will. I'll
0: have them out. I'll, I'll have them... I'll have the... the uh, I, you know what? I think I'm going to
1: drop mine... On Sunday. How did All right, I, good. How did I know you were going to do that? Okay, here we go. Death metal
2: on Sunday. Back fucking A. Back to, or still in Finland. There's a lot of Finnish. When I did it by Origin of Country, I was like, that's a lot of Finland, man. Right. But this is uh, Nightwish. Okay. I, I was turned on to this band by our mutual friend, Rob. hmm And um, it's uh, from their album, Nearem. I think that's... that's Imaginarium. It, yeah, no, it's Imaginarium. There's no "i" in the. Uh, oh, okay. Um, it was actually this is kind of the, uh, a movie soundtrack, I think it was, but it was the song is called "I Want My Tears Back," and it it uses two part harmonies with the song. Wow, it, nice. And it's an, it's a a beautiful, beautiful song. Nice, I. Yeah, I've heard them before. Yes, Nightwish. Night I, I another band I just love. All
0: right, next I have Suffocation from New York. The song is called Blood Oath off of 2009's album Blood Oath. Start. It's a bit slower than most of the stuff on my list, but fuck does this hit hard. <laughs> oh my God. This this song is just fucking brutal.
2: All right. <clears throat> brutal.
1: Metalocalypse. Oh my. Wait,
0: oh, hold your tongue. <laughs> that fucking show. Go.
1: Next song. Oh. Uh. Off of 1994's album, uh, Too High to Die, Backwater by the Meat Puppets.
2: <sighs> hey, Backwater, keep on. No, no, that's Blackwater,
0: and it's a better song. Sorry.
1: So you know the song? Yes. they are the <laughs> ones that actually wrote Lake of Fire, too.
2: I went down, down, down. No, no, not that one. Sorry. The one that once Nirvana again, did unplug.
0: Once again, a better song. Uh, uh. I knew all you right. throw the fucking meat puppets on there. Oh, I you know have to. When, yes, when you do the playlist,
2: right. like just put Gemini's together mm-hmm. and then it'll be like, you get one grunge, one power metal. No, little, no, no. little, no, little no.
1: cleanser. No, 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 sometimes no. Sometimes no. maybe shit and sometimes... No. I'm... Well, I mean,
2: grunge well, is more angsty and like downtrodden and all that where mine is like just like uppity. Yours is just a lot of Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> you fuckers gave this to me.
1: Somebody get the holy water. i got to go to
2: confession. Look, you talk about it so much that we, I was going to say death if, if I won that one. Give you a chance. Shine. Shine on you, crazy diamond. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: oh, the shines.
3: The <laughs> shines.
2: What do you got? Am I up? Yeah. Okay, now we're going to England. Um, to a band called Glory Hammer. I know oh glory. I God. know glory. Hole. I was going to say, it's like, glory hammer. I just this, heard glory and age. This, like, this is like D and D metal, which I absolutely love. Yeah, it all tells. It's a, it's another like concept type album. Okay, where they're all going on a um the, the album is Tales from the Kingdom of Fife, and this talks about a titular hero, and it's actually the the persona of the lead singer of the band Angus McFife. Okay. yes. <laughs> Yes, and all, they all dress up as, like, monks and all that, and, and Lord of... And now no, like, everybody is, like, a druid, uh, a barbarian, a fighter. On stage. On stage. That is the persona. Jeez there's...
0: Oh, no, dude. Christ. There's
2: a fucking... I got, I got a band I can throw
0: in. Yeah. There's a band called E-Mure. All right. They all dress in, like, monks' robes on stage, but have the corpse paint on.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're
0: not. Nah, that would be more black metal. They're more black yeah, metal. For the most part, I enjoy gimmick bands. I'm not a, I don't piss on See, them. I dude, like when we went to Guar. Yeah. Um uh Necrogoblin. Necrogoblin. I would have been all in for that if the fucking goblin would have been singing. That's what I thought they were. I really did. Instead,
2: he's out, you know, he's out there, he's the hype man. He's flavor Flav. Yeah, do <laughs> you remember that? Do you remember that commercial for Magic the Gathering with Bob from accounting? And the goblin kicks the shit out of him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a smaller version of that. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, Yeah, I mean, whatever.
0: It is what it is. Next, we're going up to Canada. I didn't know Canada did death metal. I've heard these guys before, and I never knew they were Canadian until I did research. A band called Cryptopsy. All
3: right.
0: Graves of the Fathers off of 1996's album, None So Vile. Okay. These, the vocals on this are next fucking level guttural. Wow. Like Corpse Grinder Fisher level. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't know Canada could be this heavy.
1: <laughs> is uh, its it N-O-N-E or N-U-N? None so vile. <laughs> no, no, so no, no.
0: No, N-O-N-E. Ha, ha, ha. Funny.
1: <laughs> fucking nitrate. He made
0: a joke. He made a joke. Uh, he's trying to. Death metal.
2: Yeah. Gotcha, I, bitch. <laughs> I would have said it too. I mean, it, it makes sense. Well, you
0: both shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At least we got 15 songs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once again, the one time I fuck up on air. And it's fucking live too for the world to see. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I can't even fix it in post. And you control the edit. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, go ahead.
3: <sighs> Wait,
1: you went? Oh, me. I'm up. Yeah. Uh, 1993, their debut debut album, Candlebox. Uh, the song is "You." All
0: right, not a bad song.
1: No, I, I was gonna went with "Far Behind," but that's that's not, that's not really grungy. And it's I know it's not. "You" is kind of yeah.
0: Yeah, you you fits the category a little bit more uh, Good song though Yeah, good
2: song
3: Okay
2: uh, This one is a band that from Sweden 2014 Uh-huh This is a band called Sabaton Uh-huh, they, I heard them Yeah, they do a lot of military stuff This one was based off of a poem This song was based off a poem uh, by Audie Murphy Okay Okay And it's called To Hell and Back Okay And it's all about that campaign that, that that I guess Audie Murphy wrote in a journal. Yeah, and they they wrote the song around that. They do wow. they do a lot of militaristic songs about battles, but they don't do it about so much the battle mm-hmm. as the people in the battle. Right, so it's more biographical it's, than it's, historical. Yeah, it's biographical, but everything they have, like when you see their song lists, there's a story behind each song and who they're singing about. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was supposed to see them because they were opening for Priest. Uh, Sabaton. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I would have loved to see well, that. Well, that was in Reading right yeah. after Labor Day 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, things you know. happened. Yes. yes.
0: Things happened. Uh, my The last one I actually have on my list, because I'm a fucking idiot, um, I had to put them on. I had to put them on. Uh, they are the seventh largest economy in the world. They live in a place, in a mythical, wonderful place called Mordhouse They Are Your Friends, Squizgar, Squig Elf, Toki Wartooth, Pickles the Drummer, William Murderface and Nathan Explosion, Death Clock. (laughs) Off of 2007's Death Album. Oh, my Lord. Briefcase Full of Guts. Um, Great fucking song. (laughs) Brendan Small, the the genius behind Death Clock, him and Tommy Blanchard. Uh-huh. But it's mostly Brendan Small. He's the voice of Nathan Explosion. He's the guy who plays every instrument other than the drums in the mu- in Death Clock's music. Yeah. Brendan Small is an absolute fucking genius. And he get he's got the greatest drummer in death metal playing for him. Gene
1: Hoagland. Let me ask you a question. When when you see that they are in concert, is it is it actual people on stage? Or yes. Is it, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He has a he has a touring band. Okay. So Brendan will be up there. They're all in black. Okay. And the stage is very dimly lit, and
2: there's cartoons. I was gonna say playing on the yeah. screen. Yeah. He also is uh, has um, under a band name uh, Galact- Galacticon. Galacticon. Yeah, and he did two albums under them, which are those are mostly concept albums too, which are very similar to like, again, they're like ones takes place in space. I think. Yes, and another, yeah, there and um, I think one of them was supposed to be the Metalocalypse movie, but it didn't make it, so it became its own entity. Mm-hmm. And I have they're they're very good, but right. it's like but if you if you close your eyes, it's Death Clock. It does, it doesn't matter what he calls it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, all right, so you guys have you guys finish out your stuff.
1: This is the group that I. There were two groups that really, really gave me a hard time trying to pick a freaking song. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots, there's so many good songs that I enjoy. Finally, it was yesterday, I bit the bullet off of 1994 Purple album, uh, Interstate Love Song.
0: Not really a grunge song, but a great song.
1: And I, I was looking at Creep, I was looking at Plush. Vaseline, and I was just or meat plow. That was another one that was popping in my head.
2: Yeah, meat plow. Yeah,
1: meat plow. Meat plow. Meat plow. <laughs> meat plow.
0: <laughs> nah, monst. That's that that that's that is a movie that was done by the Dutch porn star Don Deep.
3: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
2: well, you've broken him now. I hope you're happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I never told him about Don Deep, did I? Uh, what the fuck, Don Deep? <laughs> yeah, I
3: was gonna—I was
0: gonna be the first Pennsylvania Dutch porn star. I was gonna be my name, Don Deep. <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs>
0: and I was gonna, we were gonna do a movie called Meat Plow.
3: <laughs>
2: All right, Ooh, broke me. <laughs> time for Scotland. Oh. I. Nice. Now, this is off the album from uh, Sunset on the Golden Age. It, the song is called Get Your Fucking Haggis. Uh, it's, it's by Alestorm, <laughs> which are known for pirate metal. And yes, there is a lot of pirate metal. I think this album, I think I actually kickstarted to get all the free swag with it. It might be the other one I did. But uh, this is an album just called, uh, a song called Drink. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I have, there's a, between war and alcohol, I mean... Power metal has a niche. (laughs) Yeah, they definitely do. Um, And
0: people say that death metal is a niche fucking niche niche genre.
3: Oh, my lord. All right.
0: What do you got next?
1: Another group that really, really, really beat me up trying to think of a song. I mean, uh, that's how I came across that cover of We Die Young. Yeah. Um, uh, Rooster I could have picked. But a song that just fucking hits you where it man get you get the press listen to this fucking song off of 1994's album jar of flies by alice in change alice yeah Blech. alice in chains nutshell
0: Nutshell's a great song right. great song um my my favorite like my personal favorite alice in chains songs are always the ones where Lane is dealing with his mm. demons. Nutshell's a perfect example. My if I like if I had to pick my favorite Alice in Chains song, I'm probably going down in a down hole. Down in a hole, yeah. I love that fucking song. <laughs> and I like if you if you go through if you go back and watch the MTV Unplugged, Alice in Chains is Unplugged. Lane is like this you know lane is pretty short for this world by that
1: time that's that's the video that i posted yeah yeah
0: and the the pain yes in his voice mm. is fucking
1: palpable man it's it it yeah. did you uh, when when i showed this list to the guys at work rob goes the, the guy where rob is this is a fucking i love this song he goes did you ever hear the stained version and i went no and we yeah. we played it and like i said you close your eyes it almost fucking sounds like lane
0: aaron lewis does really good covers oh my god um, aaron lewis does really good covers i've heard i've heard uh it's not i don't think it's so it's stained i think it's aaron lewis's solo shit
1: that i don't know but but, but it, like i said anyway, fuck
0: it could be stained i don't know but aaron lewis i i until he became a fucking right wing idiot i really w- was a fan but now his, his shit's all fucking. He, he politicized
2: his music. <laughs> so, moving yeah. on. All right. Well, we're going back to Germany. Go figure. Yes. With a band called Powerwolf. Okay. Uh, no. Never they, heard of them. Yes. They, they are a band who um, are all werewolves of London. No, no, Germany, Germany, Germany. Oh, of Berlin, yes. Berlin, Werewolf of Berlin, Werewolf of Berlin. Where the
1: sequel of American Werewolf in Paris, in, Paris. That yeah. was it. And Hall. this is Close. off
2: the album "Blessed Country, and right. Possessed." Okay, and it's called "Army of the Night." Nice. Most of their songs are about being a werewolf. What werewolf? It. They are a yeah. They're a very. They they. It's another you know, gimmick band, kind of, but they don't dress. I, I don't think they dress as wolves, but um, yeah, Powerwolf. How did you come across this band? All right, when you go, how I come across most of these bands, okay, is from this website, Every Noise at Once, yes. and also Pandora. When you put in bands on Pandora that you like, yes, it will. I got you. It will give you other bands like them. And my God, I I just I go down these musical rabbit holes, and I find these things, and that's how I get into them. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh my lord. Spotify
0: has uh, their AI DJ now, so mm. um that
1: that's pretty cool. Uh fuck. All right, what do you got next? Well I bookended it. I started with Nirvana, I'm ending with Nirvana, Lithium.
2: I just heard that today. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I it was on it was on um on lithium today. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say it's a
0: fun bass line to play. Cuz I played it with uh with Blood Clot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. <laughs> this this last one. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. This is this is from Italy. Our Get first, the fuck out. I, yeah, our first Italian band, but this album was released last year, but the song is from 2019 by a band called Windrose. Windrose, they they all are dwarves. Now, they're not actual dwarves, but they're like, they they sing dwarven songs, like dwarves. Okay. Mm. Just like you have a Viking band, a pirate band, they're a dwarven band. Nice. And this was, the song is, and I absolutely love this song and the story behind it. The song is called Diggy Diggy Hole. <laughs> 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 now, it can Listen. 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 I'll explain. It started off, a guy playing Minecraft, um. Video himself, and he was just walking around, oh and God. he just said the words, "I am a dwarf, and I'm digging a hole," and they were just having fun with it, right? Well, then someone made a version, like a, just like a, a, a an issue ver- bigger version of that as cartoons. Winrose covered that song and made it their own, and oh. I am a dwarf, and I'm digging a hole, diggy diggy hole.
1: <laughs>
2: it's- Dear God when you
1: I have to hear this it's yes. like gonna be one of those songs from like the Hobbit where the dwarves no
2: no no no. well yeah well yeah but they talk about being a dwarf
1: smash the pleats the they tw- talk about being a dwarf and,
2: and the, the, all their songs concern about you know like Thor Baron you know what I, you know what I mean like mm-hmm. that whole lifestyle the dwarven lifestyle I said the power metal just lends itself wonderfully to shit I love that's why I call it like it's like nerd metal
3: ah fuck
2: Oh, stop. No, You'll fuck. enjoy it. I, I probably will. That's the sad part. Diggy, diggy hole. Diggy hole.
1: And you know what sucks? It's probably going to become a fucking earworm. And we're going to be walking around where yeah. Diggy,
2: diggy hole. And, and the album is called Warfront. Pick, I mean, picky, picky part. No, no, it's not like it is.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i guarantee you when you I, please text me when you guys actually do listen to it all right because i want to know your honest reactions to diggy diggy hole over all of them uh,
3: I, 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 I will
0: i will i i, I will do that oh uh, fuck i'm actually i'm excited to listen to that song now I just uh... all right guys we're uh we're already an hour and 20 deep. All right. So let's move on to the reviews. Quickly. Uh, what do we want to go first? Let You know, let's
2: do Exodus first. Okay. Then it's numerical. 1989.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, you know, alphabetical too. It's alphabetical too. It's
2: alphabetical. It's numerical. It's awesome. Well. Close. Uh, I, I,
0: sure. Dude. First off, uh, first, first record that we're going to review tonight. Exodus is... Uh, third studio album that was released July, uh, January 30th, 1989. The wonderful, fabulous disaster. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. <laughs> no official singles were released on this album. Um, however, they did do a video for the Toxic Waltz, oh, okay. and this was the last album with Tom Hunting on drums. Okay, who is the last original member of Exodus? Really? Gary Holt's not an original member. Oh, huh. Zetro is not an original well, I knew member. The,
1: I knew the lead singer wasn't... Right. Yeah. The,
0: yeah, the, the, original st- the original singer was Paul Bailoff.
1: Yeah, and they kicked him out.
0: Yeah. I mean, Bailoff was a fucking killer. Bailoff <laughs> was an animal. But uh, this is the last record with Tom Hunting on drums until 1997 when he came back. All songs were written by Gary Holt except for one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that song is the cover. Yep. So let's get into this. It opens up with a great fucking opener. And this sets the tone wonderfully for the album. The song is called The Last Act of
1: Defiance. Uh Uh-huh. And I learned... What uh, it's about? About the New Mexican prison riot in 1980.
0: Yes, that's what the song is based on. Oh, okay. There was a riot... In at the New Mexico State
1: Penitentiary in 1980. All I had to do was Google. I did 1980 prison riot. Boom, right there. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's what this is about. Um, and, you know, he tells the story of, uh, like, they tell the story of what happened during the riot mm-hmm. and how guys were choosing uh, to unalive themselves rather than mm. face the consequences mm-hmm. when they started cracking down. Okay. Um, it's a fucking brutal song Great song Yes it song. is mm-hmm. Yes it is Hell of a way to start the album
2: Yes yeah, Especially that opening Verbal Yes Yes The, the speaking part Yeah yep. Is that from something or No They just had a guy uh, Okay Because resp- I, I know sometimes like With um, Guns N' Roses Did something from Cool Head Luke Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they will do a movie bite Or something I know if that was Oh
1: no I, 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 I want to watch these documentaries On this fucking prison right mm.
2: now Yeah uh, Great fucking
0: song Great way to start the record uh, now we move on to track number two. The title track, Fabulous Disaster.
2: Great song. I, there's, I, there, I, I have no like negativity on this album at all. The, I, mean, I love listening to it. This is top shelf thrash. Man.
1: Yes. I, I I must full, disclo- full disclosure. Sure. This is the first time I ever listened to this whole entire album. Mm. There are songs on here that I've heard before. Uh-huh. Like this song. Um, this is my favorite song off the album
0: this this song is about um it's about nuclear war yes it is and how close we were to fabulous disaster mm-hmm. during the cold War and forever after you can hear the laughter. The world's being plastered by an evil bastard, exterminating faster, devastating plaster,
1: fabulous disaster. I, I just love the way they throw right. fabulous disaster in there. I just
2: remember fuck. listening to this in my in my bedroom at one point, and, and call Dr. Ruth and Gitrol a big screw yeah. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> when the bomb comes falling yeah. down. Great
0: fucking song. Uh, I mean Gary Holt is a lyrical mm. he's a lyrical genius and a musical genius. Uh, you know, I, I I got nothing but love for Gary Holt. Mm. You know, whether it's with Slayer, whether it's with Exodus, whether it's whatever he
2: wants to do. Yeah.
3: That
0: motherfucker could play for Miley Cyrus and I would be down.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't think Gary would do that. He might. He might. He's- he might, Travis. He <laughs> might. <laughs> <sighs> oh. Okay, next. We have the song that everybody knows off of this album.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: The Toxic Waltz. To this day, it is... It's usually Exodus's closer. Was it this time we went to see
2: him? No. Okay.
0: No, they didn't close with it. I forget what the hell they closed. What the fuck did they close with this time? Bonded by blood? No, they did bonded by blood, I think, second. Okay. Because bonded by blood usually comes early, and then last or next to last they will always play uh the toxic waltz. I
2: know I've seen we've seen Exodus a number of times. You, yes.
1: You want to get people fired up and get them to start moshing and hitting and swinging and jumping around. Well, this is just the fucking instruction was for that, it. Was
2: that did we see Exodus at the uh, the Temple? Yes. Okay.
1: This this song is a love letter to mosh
0: pits. Yes, oh, yeah. it is. It's one one of the few. Yeah. It's a love letter to mosh pits and it's still. Now this album it was released in 1989. Okay Mm -hmm. So this album Is 35 fucking years old And this song Still makes people Lose their shit Mm -hmm. We just saw Exodus A few months ago And this They had The entire floor Of the fucking Wind Creek Going nuts I don't fucking doubt it I I I wish I wish I could have been In a position
2: to see it Oh I was I I mean I was down Like nearly I was trying to look around To see what was going on It was beautiful I know Fucking beautiful (laughs) I I it made me envious. I,
0: I wanted to be a, a young man again, uh, uh, but fuck. This is it's it is a love letter to the mosh pit. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing the toxic waltz. Good, friendly, violent, fun in store for all. Get up off your ass in toxic waltz. If you hit the floor, you can always crawl. Yeah. Yep. What the hell is the
1: line? Something about you're be, you'll be in traction.
0: Too much action may leave you in traction, That's so it. you better get insurance, no matter your endurance. That's it. Yes. Flailing round and round in your injury, bound waltzed up the pit. Is it anyway? Moving on. Next is the cover, and I never, ever would have thought until I heard this mm-hmm. because I was familiar with the song from the Cheech and Chong. Movies. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then you get And then I, 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 had this album back in high school, mm-hmm. and then I hear, I hear the, that intro, and I'm like are they seriously doing fucking low rider <laughs> and they do low rider and it works as a thrash song. Yeah. That riff lends itself so well
2: to being a thrash song. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I'm around this time you'd have suicidal tendencies. Yeah. Would have really captured uh, like the Latino market in the Bay area. Yeah, they would have, you know? So, but having this song kind of says, Hey, you know, there you go. Oh my god. What? <laughs> Nothing. I what? just that's
1: just a weird a take on it? Yes. No, but no I, I never thought of it that way.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could have heard
0: I could hear Mike Muir singing this. Okay. I could hear Suicidal doing a suicidal version of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But like Zetro's voice is so fucking different than the the original then mm-hmm. singer for for war, mm-hmm. but it works. All my friends built a low <laughs> rider. Yep. I, I I I I personally I know a lot of people in the thrash world have shat on Zetro's voice. I love Zetro's voice. I yeah. love Zetro's voice. It's different. It's something different than you know like. I mean, Mustaine's different. You know, he's got that nasally Dave mm-hmm. Mustaine thing, but he's not just yelling. He's yelling, but in his own way, and he's got that you know that rasp, that mm-hmm. distinctive rasp. And I I love what Zetro does here. Next, uh, this is a song that always made me think of my uh, of my dearly departed friend Bob Broussard. Oh yeah, Cajun Hell. Yeah,
1: I this mm-hmm. I this I like this song.
0: The moral of this story is: Do not fuck around on the levee. <laughs> you
1: know, uh, you,
0: you know, because you you may find yourself gator food. All
1: right. Well, yeah. I I enjoyed just the those music. raging Cajuns will fuck you up.
0: Oh, dude! Like I said, that, I I always this song always brings a smile to my face because it makes me think about you know my favorite fucking levee rat, Bo Broussard. I miss you, <laughs> I miss you, brother. <laughs> Next, like father, like son.
1: Mm. Powerful song
0: Very powerful
2: song Yep uh, just, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I was just I, I think this Wasn't this like, this like I think this was about The cycle of abuse yes. Was it? Yes yep. it was 100% yeah. And yeah that's just It's just uh, something that Is like almost like A social commentary But it was there Yeah Um. I mean It's
0: It truly It is a social commentary mm-hmm. And it, you know It it can be hard To break that cycle You know Because If 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 that's what you grow up knowing. It it can be very hard. Uh, One uh, fucking great, great song, though. It is a good song. Very good song. Uh, Next is a song called Corruption. Mm -hmm. This, you know, no class is immune to, you know, to to greed and avarice, essentially is what this boils down to. And
1: and about freaking once again, (laughs) Preachers again.
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, it doesn't just talk about the preachers. It talks about it a little bit about everybody. Oh, yeah. There's greed and avarice everywhere. And, you know, humans are ingrediently... Ingrediently. Humans are inherently three things. Greedy, power-hungry, and violent. And this song kind of encapsulates that. Bill,
2: are you violent? Well, mentally, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, then. Well, I mean, you know, the laws of society are... Are sometimes the only stopping me from upending someone with a goddamn hammer.
1: Fucking A right. You know, when you look at it that way. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I mean you have things like the purge and like the red hour and Star Trek and all that. Yes. Alright. Believe me, if you if you don't let say, hey, an hour, we're gonna let people do whatever the fuck they want. Oh yeah, shit's going down. <laughs> people are gonna do some some shit. Yeah. And I'm gonna be joining them. <laughs> you know? I have a list that fuck up. It's like, you're sitting there. All right, between 10 and 11, uh, you can do whatever you want. Fuck, where's the list? Where's the list? Shit, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I need to print that out. I need to print that out.
0: Um. All right, next, we have verbal razors.
1: I actually did a search on this when I listened to it because I'm thinking, who the fuck pissed him off so much? Mm-hmm. But I then I came to find out it's just about... A general backstabbing asshole. Everybody. Yeah.
0: It's It's about when you've had enough of somebody talking shit.
2: I I pretty much thought it was... I I was thinking this was along the lines of something like David did with uh, Liar. Yeah. Like, yeah, somebody upset you enough... Yes. ...that I'm going to put pen to paper, you know. But maybe... Was this one by Holt? It's all they're all maybe by Gary. maybe maybe Holt, somebody really upset Holt.
1: Or, or or a bunch of people that have finally just went oh fuck this shit
0: yeah 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 this is uh I mean when you you've had enough and you call people out on their bullshit
2: yeah
0: and the final track of the record I didn't count the the ACDC cover on the expanded edition
2: was it ACDC cover yeah
1: it was and I never heard that song
2: I AC/DC. when I was listening to it I said that sounds like ACDC what was what was the overdose. Part overdose overdose that's it yep. Okay.
0: okay, holy shit. The final track that I have is Open Season. Yes. Very simple message. <laughs> there is no fucking mercy for those who don't deserve it. <clears throat> and wonderful
2: song. Wonderful album from top to bottom. Yes. Well, it, was, it, was, it was high school all over again. Yeah. It was sitting at that lunch table with, with you and the sleaze. <laughs> <laughs> it was Alleged sleaze. That's right. what his nickname was. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he was. But All right. Um, what's your final thoughts, Jim?
1: Like I said, the first time I listened to it, there's not a bad song on this album at all. Right. Uh, the only thing, and I hate to say this because you said you enjoyed his singing, it's the only thing I don't really like about Exodus is the voice. It, it's kind of, it almost sounds like Overkill, but it it's a slightly yes. askew. Yes.
0: yes, yeah.
2: I'm going an eight. Okay, nine point five. Okay, and that's only only because I like the original version of Low Rider a bit better. Okay, I do like Low. Well, look, I got it. I mean, it's just the truth. If if there's any song that I like, I don't need to listen to on this album. it will be Rider. I I can see where you're coming from because yeah. I love War's version of Low Rider.
0: Yeah. But I also love Exodus' version of yeah. better. I I'm gonna give this album a nine five as well. This to me is nearly the perfect thrash album. Yeah. Roll your fucking eyes at that. <laughs> now, my my and my final thought on this is it is now officially the big five. Metallica's still fucking out. <laughs> Exodus has joined the party.
2: <laughs> wait. So wait, wait.
0: So Last wait. week we kicked out Met uh kicked out Metallica in favor of overkill. Okay, I'm just
2: like, wait a minute. One, two, three, four, fifth.
0: (laughs) I beat the fifth.
2: Another
1: one that can't count.
3: But (laughs) fuck
2: you.
0: I'm never going to live that fucker down. Um, But um, it's now the Big Five. Metallica is still out. The Big Five, uh, you know, Exodus joins the party. Nearly the perfect thrash album. Yeah. Uh, nothing bad to say about it.
2: No, me, not me, really.
0: It's just chef's kiss.
2: Yeah. Okay. What'd you flip me <laughs> off for? I I don't know. I felt right in the mood. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Next, you need a damn secretary with all the peppers you're getting around.
0: Here. I know, oh, right? Yes. Uh, next, we have the album. That I cannot wait to talk about yeah. more than Boy. any. Yes, Scumdogs of the Universe, Guarr's second album, mm-hmm. released January eighth of nineteen ninety. This is Guar's best selling album. Yep, and let's. I, I even I even broke down like the personnel on this album. Okay, you have Dave Brocky as Odorous Yurungus on lead vocals and bass on Cool Place to Park. You have Dewey Roll as Flatus Maximus, lead guitar and backing vocals. Mike Dirks as Ballsack the Jaws of Death, the rhythm guitar (laughs) player, and backing vocals. Mike Bishop, who is now Blothar, as Beefcake the Mighty, Uh bass and backing vocals, and lead vocal on Cool cool Place to Park. Brad Roberts as Jizmac the Gusha, it's spelled that way, Uh Da Gusha, on drums, and fucking amazing drummer, by the way. Uh, Danielle Stampy as Slimenstra Hyman, backing vocals, and Guar Woman. Mm-hmm. Guar Woman dance. I, I did watch live from Antarctica again during this. Um, Chuck Varga as the Sexecutioner. Sex okay. Who is, uh, you know, runs with Guar, and he does the lead vocals on the song Sexecutioner. Mm-hmm. And then you have Don Dracul- uh, Draculich as. Sleazy P. Martini, mm-hmm. entrepreneur extraordinaire and the manager of What You're About to Witness. And he also does the lead vocal on the song Slaughterama. Yes. Starts off with Odorous' theme song, The Salamanizer." Mm-hmm. This is an all-time classic. This is written by Dave Brocky, Mike Bishop, and Mike Dirks. What do you got, Jim?
1: I... Once again, first time listening to the whole album, beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Fucking philistine!
3: Look, it's
2: not his...
1: new songs off of it.
2: While we were listening to this, he was listening to Stone Temple
0: Pilots. No, well, no, he was listening to fucking New Kids on the Block because this was like Here we go again.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> uh, at least he could count, right? This was <laughs> <laughs> this song I took as him. Describing what Guar was. No, this is him describing himself. Well, Where he came Mm -hmm. from. Wasn't something about come from the ice or something like that?
0: Here's a little something from a god to a slave. I never should have been let out the fucking microwave. I'm on this planet. I'm running amok. I should give a shit, but I don't give a fuck. Since I was a scum dog, I blew a cum wad. I need a motherfucking suck a dick a lick along. Burn in a two, I got a load to spew. You don't want to fucking fuck me. Fuck you. Shall I keep going?
1: No.
2: This is your ass, and I'm in. It. That's
1: it. I remember that part.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My man, yeah. sexy, fuck you up in a minute. <laughs> this this album. Now I don't know how true this is because it's a bit of a concept. That's what I saw, and it was like. Yeah. But but also, it starts what they call the scum dog, um, the scum dog story, which I think ended with this toilet earth. Yes. And it was like I didn't realize there was a fucking story. Um. Yeah, I I didn't even realize any of this was was really going on at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean, this is
0: just a great song. Um, Because this deli tray is unacceptable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because he talks about, you know, about stuff on his... Uh, back on the road It's no lie Stupid fucking humans Pay money to die Crushed in the pit Nailed to the stage I only suck the souls That are underage Yes You humans always screaming As you're sucking on my semen Oh and the shit is always steaming A drunk A pervert A junkie And a sodomizer But you can call me we'll The salamonizer.
1: Yes
2: And this is also yeah. the origin of the, of the Cthulhu Cuttlefish Yep This album <laughs> This album was the origin Of almost everything I yeah. found out something interesting While even I did a little Minor research the reason, Gore became what they were, is because Dave Brocky got kicked out of DC by Henry Rollins, and that and that scene, yeah, the, and and pretty much said more or less, I'll I'm gonna form my own band. Well, and, and then, you know, and I thought that was hilarious that that scene didn't like him. Well, then he took up. Well, then he he
0: ended up at at the Slave Pit, which was an art collective at. A donut at,
2: factory or something
0: at VCU at Virginia Commonwealth yeah. University, mm-hmm. and the guy who played Techno Destructo, you know, he was he was an artist, mm-hmm. and he had this thing, the, this artist collective, and that's where Guar was formed.
2: Yep, as Death Piggy. But at Don was the person that actually started putting in the spew stuff. Yes, and making like the effects and all that. I yes. Mean, like the organic story behind how they did it, 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 it wasn't a plan. No, it the, just fucking the, happened. It, it just wasn't a plan. It just kind of happened, as everything went together, and it was it was just so amazing to just like read up on some of that stuff.
0: The the, the documentary is fantastic. The doc. I, this I is just war. Yeah, yeah. I just wish that um, I just wish that techno and Brocky could have reconciled before Brocky died. Cause techno didn't even go to Brockie's funeral.
1: Yeah, you remember selling the, saying that. Yeah,
0: I wish they could have. I wish they could have reconciled before that. Um, moving on, we have next. We have maggots. This is just guar doing guar uh, shit. And,
1: and, and you know, I love this song, but every time that freaking f- fly sound, yeah. made, I sound like, that's like somebody like squeaking one out a little bit. It's almost what it sounded like.
0: <laughs> the maggots are falling <laughs> like rain. It's a, it's 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 such a great song. It <sighs> is. All right, next, we have, like, Guar's uh, most commercial, <laughs> p- commercially popular song ever.
1: Yeah. Which it might be why it's my favorite one on the album. Sick of You. Yes.
0: This song reminds me a lot of Jim. He's sick of you. <laughs> no. His face is gross. Oh. He eats white toast. He doesn't know what to do. I think that was a funny line. He eats white toast. What the fuck's wrong with white toast? See, see what I mean? And just your luck,
2: you really suck, and so I'm sick of you. Uh, Don't you know I'm so sick of you? I think the best part of that that song is just like, you know, bring it down. I I said bring it down! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Lyrics are so bad in this song that they're good. Yeah. And, like, the the live energy during this song is fucking amazing.
2: Yeah, and, and most of these songs... I mean, this is has the most songs in their set list. Yeah. That they do. Yeah, they, they play... Uh, they
0: still do... Uh, Sick of You is still in the set yeah. list. Like, when we saw them at Reverb. Uh, they did Sick of You. They did the mm-hmm. Uh I think they did Maggots.
2: You know what? I was so beaten the fuck up at that yeah. show. But they did... I mean... This it's it's just such a fucking great song. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like
0: even that dump reverb was tolerable during "Sick of You,"
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> because the the energy is just fucking. If I if I amazing. wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have tried to be where I was and just kind of hung back a few feet, I would have had a much better time. But having my chest crushed was is. It's the second time in a concert this happened. I fucking hate that. Yeah, and and you know what else does not help
0: the mood at Reverb for a shit like this is the fact that it's so bloody hot because they still mm. haven't fixed the air.
2: No, I, I, that's not, like I said. That was dude. I was sweating like I a whore in church. I wouldn't have minded that. I wouldn't have minded so much if the fucking if I didn't have someone right here and on my back. Well, dude, I was staying.
0: I stayed away. Like I stayed out of the fucking yeah. main part of it, and like the biggest issue I had were the two fucking idiots sucking face in front of
3: me.
2: <laughs> but you know, I'm but I was still sweating fucking butter. Yeah, if I if I could do that show again, I would have hung back a bit. Yeah, and not been right up front. Which again, it's fun, but when you're this fucking tall, yeah, everything hits you right in the goddamn face. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Second time, I should have learned the first time. I took it right in the face. Yeah. Well,
0: this time when we see him, we're going to be far enough away. You're not going to take nothing
2: yeah. in the face. Allegedly. Allegedly.
0: Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And you know what? This will be the first time that we're seeing We'll talk about it. After. All right, all right. Um Next is one of my favorite songs by Guar of all time. And for this, re- this song alone, I wish they would bring Sleazy back. Cause Sleazy is such a fucking great character. Yeah, <laughs> I I love Sleazy P. Martini. The song is called Slaughterama. I would pay on pay per view for a fucking game show like this. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Uh-oh. Well, nah, well, nah, I would probably find an illegal stream, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Uh, such a great song. I wish this was a game show. Sleazy's such a great character. Um. It. it, it with a battle cry, go forth, which is give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's fucking awesome.
1: It was it was a hippie, an art, an art person, an art person who, once again, if you want, to make, like an anti-war, like Warhol today we call him a, t- a hipster. Well, an anti-war, right. anti-war yeah. type. Yeah, and then uh, what? A neo-Nazi,
2: a Nazi, just yeah. a Nazi, yeah. just a Nazi. Not- well, that. Guar has a long a history head. of hating skinheads Oh yeah Because skin skinheads would show up at their shows No and, and
0: fuck with them Yep Yep And they have a long history of fucking if, with skins If
2: you look at the cover of their first album Hello It's them over a pile of just dead skinheads
0: Yes <laughs> Oh uh, Oh god Uh d- Uh, d- uh Gave up pussy, stopped doing toot. Now yeah. you can't wait to give someone to boot. Elbows and knuckles, all you know how. Follow the herd, just another cow. Brains full of shit, boots full of lead. Straight from Hitler's ass, it's a Nazi skinhead.
2: Went mugging, talk show commentators in bathrooms. Always remember, draw the swastika, turning to the right, yes. not to the left, yes. always to the right. That was off of Morton Downey. Yep. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. that was Geraldo. It was Geraldo. It was Geraldo. Well, Morton Downey did something similar, didn't he? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Warren Downey did the swastika he, too. He did something
0: like that, but Geraldo made it look like he got jumped by fucking skins, <laughs> mm-hmm. but,
2: but he drew the fucking swastika on backwards. He drew it like. It's weird that two talk show hosts did the swastika thing. Yeah. <laughs> and for both, anything both were for fakes. ratings. Yeah. Anything
1: for ratings. But uh, <sighs> how do you. Well, how, do you hide, you hide, money, how do you hide money from baby? Yeah, Barn. put it under the soap. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Better lay off LSD, you know. Kind of makes you off-spring goofy looking.
2: <laughs> I, remember, I remember doing that Damn, Mr. Lewis, nice to meet you. That little, sh- that little shit between your toes. <laughs> I don't know how he took the front of the I don't know, but he was a good
0: sport about it. <laughs> oh, fucking A. That was, uh, Slaughterama is just such yeah. a great song. I fucking... I... I I have nothing bad to say about Mm-mm. this album. No.
2: Nope. Uh, next, The Years Without Light. I have one bad thing to say, but I'll say it for the end. Well, I'll say it for the end. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is what,
0: uh, the, the Years Without Light, this is what it means to be a slave to Guar. Yeah. You know, and they don't do it anymore, uh, but they actually would have a trap door in the stage where they would take people out of the audience and put them in it.
2: Well, not in the audience, but they did that at um, Sherman. Yeah, they, they did you that. You had to pay extra Yeah, to be to be in, in the, the in, Slave Pit. In the um, the meat grinder. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't a Slave Pit as much as it now is being. I mean, if I would have known about that, holy shit, I would have done it.
0: Oh, yeah. Just to say you did it. Yeah. Fucking great song.
1: This is one of them that I didn't like. Oh, King Queen? No. Well, that one too. Oh, okay. You didn't like Years Without like? No, not really. I no, did I couldn't get into it. I like it.
0: Next we have King Queen.
2: You're so
3: obscene. <laughs>
0: odorous is a god r- among mortals. But a cross-dresser. That's what the song's about. Was he?
2: Yeah. Well, no. I mean... Uh, well, maybe. Well, I mean, Odorous... Uh, it didn't matter. No, it didn't matter. Good song.
3: <laughs> he's fucking Odorous. Yeah, odorous,
2: can do, odorous, odorous is like Lemmy. Do what you can do it the hell you want. I know, exactly. He's fucking Odorous. Yeah. In fact, he's
0: sitting at the bar right now. With Lemmy, mm-hmm. somewhere, mm. somewhere in the great beyond. If I if I could sit at a bar <laughs> with like any any three people, two of them may well be Lemmy Killmister and Dave Brockie. Brockie.
2: Yeah, just for the stories, we need to make the Guar Bar trip happen. I, I t- we are going to. I'll tell you what, though, when it when it comes to um, illicit substance use. Those two probably could try to one-up each other every single time. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: except Lemmy never messed with fucking Smack.
2: No, but I mean right. everything else. Yeah. yeah. Lemmy,
0: ne- Lemmy, Lemmy was more into speed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Brocky, you know, Smack is what killed Brocky. Mm-hmm. All right, next song is... <laughs> <laughs> they used to open with this motherfucker. Really? The Horror of Yig. In fact, the, uh, the Welcome to Antarctica... Concert movie, yeah. The opening song
2: is the horror of Yig. Yeah, when I first got one of my Cthulhu games, <laughs> I, I know I I posted I had I had like the gig card and I posted it on Facebook. Nobody gets it, but this guy. He's the <laughs> only one that gets it, and all all his comment I think was like the horror.
3: <laughs> like, like, yes,
2: <laughs> it's a I mean, there's a Lovecraft. It's a Lovecraft
0: reference. Yeah. You know, Yig, Yig is the father of serpents
3: mm-hmm.
0: in, yes. in in the Cthulhu mythos.
1: Yes, because I looked that up today too. Well, yesterday.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the horror of Yig. I saw Yig and he saw me.
3: <laughs> and,
2: and he's one of the tougher bosses in the game too. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I would assume so. I think I actually beat him one time. Nice. So, <laughs> great fucking song though.
0: And you know, this is this is an, another example. And this album is full of examples of how good musicians the guys in Guar really were
3: mm-hmm.
0: or really are. You know, Beefcake uh, Beefcake is a fucking killer bass player. Mm-hmm. He's a great fucking bass player. Um Odorous's voice is very distinct and it works perfectly for Guar. Yes. Flatus and uh you know, Flatus and Balsack are both like ripping ass guitar players. Yeah. They're both fucking great guitar players. And even the guys that later came on like guys like Corey Smoot, um, you know, Guar's never had a bad musician in the band.
2: Corey Smoot, where do I know him from? Wasn't he in? Um, he wore a mask,
0: right? Yeah, he was. He was one of the guys in. He he was a later member of Guar. Yeah, but where and was he passed he? away on the bus.
2: Yeah, but I thought he was. Was he with some other band before? I he might have been. Okay, he might. I, I might be thinking of someone else. Me too. It, the name just sounds. You're familiar. thinking Corey Taylor, probably. No, I know who Corey is.
0: Corey's not dead. No, but Corey Smoot is, unfortunately. Next, uh, uh, Vlad the Impaler.
2: A history lesson. Yes, Yes. and I like this song.
0: He could have been a whaler. He could have been a sailor. Yes. But he turned out to be Norman Mailer. Yeah, that's... (laughs) uh, (laughs) He's so glad he's Vlad. I love love this song. Uh, If you don't know who Vlad the Impaler is... Don't ever speak to me again. <laughs> yes.
2: But if you don't know who Va- Vlad von Schlieffen is, it's okay. Oh,
0: gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you brought that one up. <laughs> who the what? V- Vlad von Schlieffen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about a fucking deep cut. Yeah. All right. Next, this is Odorus's love letter to the Cthulhu cuttlefish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the opening line of the song. You know I'm totally flaccid. I'm just a limp mega prick. And I'm looking for a stupid white chick. Song is called Black and Huge. Yes. And all the women hate me in the porno booth. (laughs) That's my only note on the song. All the women hate me in the porno
1: booth. That's That's just a fun song.
3: Oh, God. It's so fucking great. I
2: think it was one of those that was cut off the re-release. Really? There, yeah, there was a couple edits on the re-release that kind of... When I was reading, I was like, really? And then I'm thinking, shit, that's that sucking. I think this was one of them.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, Black and Huge is such a fucking...
0: It's <laughs> such, a, such a fun song. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, speaking of fun songs, Love Surgery.
1: Yes. Yep. What's that <laughs> opening line? No legs? She walks up like a fucking...
0: Oh, well, you know... G- g- Odorous has a thing for quadruple
3: chicks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, Odorous has no shame. That's why you came to me. You were looking for love surgery. Mm -hmm. You know, know, he he has talked several times about being with a quadruple chick.
1: Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Odorous is fucking great. (laughs) This song
0: is just pure poetry.
1: Oh, yeah. What is the song And and now I'm What's the song Where he's talking about He's like torturing somebody And I see you died Before I ended the song Now I got to bring you back Or something like that What the fuck I don't know It's on this album I can't remember Which one it was now King Queen That was him Going to fight some Nah I don't fucking remember I don't know Where's your lyric sheet Yeah Where are your lyrics I didn't do it The one
0: fucking week You don't bring lyrics I know Kid. Next you? is Death Pod. This is about the scum dogs coming to Earth to destroy. It. Yep. Yes. And if you don't, okay, hang on. Let's we should maybe we should give a little history lesson. Guar are intergalactic travelers mm-hmm. who came to Earth. Their spaceship crash landed in Antarctica, mm-hmm. and they were frozen there. And Sleazy P Martini was on a, 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 a scouting mission, essentially, and he found them frozen in Antarctica. (laughs) And he thawed them out, and now they're here, straight from Antarctica to ruin your fucking day.
2: There's no way these guys are what a standard record contract is. (laughs) I'm gonna be rich!
3: I'm gonna
2: be... Sleazy, you're gonna be rich!
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck. I I want one of the... I want a Pompadour like fucking Sleazy.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, fucking so fun. Next is a wonderful song and this is uh, uh, such, such poetry and virtue and purity. <laughs> Excuse me, but what the good is all the violence in the world unless it is tempered with limitless sex?
1: I love how he's singing in that fucking French accent. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. The
2: sex executioner. Yes. Because I'm sex executing you, man. And what I? Thanks to you. I, I can't hear the name Chuck, without without thinking of of other people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, when I was like looking this stuff up, I saw a picture Chuck Varga. I saw a picture of Chuck Varga, but I'm sitting there thinking ah, that's another Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the only yeah because because of me, you think Chuck. Uh, you hear the name Chuck, and all you hear it think is Linda. You know, I need another hot pocket. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I'm gonna race my on in a parking lot, Linda <laughs> Oh, fuck This is such a great song it is. There's so many good good lines in mm-hmm. this song <laughs> I come to this place to rearrange your face Yes <clears throat> La, 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 la,
3: Genius!
2: <laughs> yes. I'm sex executing you Yeah, and it's another one that I think that we Did we see this one live or no? Yes Okay Yes, we did.
0: Oh, uh, fuck. Sexy is... And they used to do a thing... Uh, they used to do a segment called Sexy Says. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, th- with the sex executioner. Uh, uh, I come from France. <laughs> and then you got some gore woman in the back. Yeah. He is from France. And when you're in France, <laughs> you pull down your
1: pants. And then the lady... Yeah. What was the end? Like, give me...
0: Give it to me, the genital warts.
1: That's it, that's it, that's it. Give it to
0: me, the golden shower. Yes. Give it to me, the spike, the dog collar. And the dog pooped. Give it to me, the doggy do ice cream cone. That's it.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Chuck Varga is a fucking lyrical genius. Those are fucking lyrics you'd never think you hear in a fucking song. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They're, they're fucking wonderful. Um, the final song on the album... On the original, actually, on yeah. the original release of the album was Cool Place to Park. This has vocals by Beefcake the Mighty.
1: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't dig his singing style. It, it's different.
0: Yeah. And as Blothar,
2: Bishop sings
0: much differently than he did his Beefcake.
2: Yeah, I, I, I like the Cool Place to Park as one of my, it's it, it, it really gets out of what the, it takes it out of the album. It's not of the album, really. No, I think this was supposed to be for
0: Hello. It, I don't know if it was supposed to be for Hello because it does have a little bit more of that Hello vibe to it. Yeah, I... but it, essentially the song is about you know they've thought out and now they're looking for a place to park their fucking spaceship, mm-hmm. and
2: everybody parks like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I, I, I it's it's a departure from everything else. That's like, it. Almost seems like an afterthought on the album. Yeah. But I still like the song. Yeah, they did this live for years, too. Yeah,
0: Um, And actually, you know, um, Odorous would play bass on this. Mm -hmm. Odorous is a very good fucking bass player, too. I mean, Beefcake is fantastic. Mike Bishop is a fucking great bass player. Mm -hmm. Uh, Highly underrated. But then again,
2: all the guys in Guar. I think he had the heaviest costume out of everybody. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. Beefcake.
2: Yeah. 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 Ballstock had a helmet. Well, uh, you know what I mean? It's like he seems like his outfit to play. Well, even now, like the
0: guy that's playing Beefcake now is wearing, you know, Beefcake's like armor. Mm -hmm. But Blothar's fucking gimmick.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Is huge. (laughs) Yes. You know, and Bishop's a big dude.
2: Yeah, and how the hell he's standing on stage? The antlers are taking up half the fucking stage. <laughs> yeah, like the
0: antlers were damn near hitting fucking Jizmac oh <laughs> or not, or ballsack yeah. rather, because Jizmac's back behind the drums. Yeah, but I mean these guys are so highly highly underrated as musicians mm-hmm. because it's because they're because it's guar. Yeah, you know, and people see the gimmick, and that's all that they want to
2: see. But also they kind of play into that with songs like Fish Fuck, yeah. It's it's not. I mean it's it's not like you know that. It's like they they know what their their gimmick is and that's what they play into. You're not going to hear a lot of you know even um fucking an animal, fucking an animal. What's the one? Suckle, I'm a bloated love. No. Oh oh, fuck, um, yeah. like a fatty buckle. I'm good and I'm proud. Yeah,
3: I mean oh, it's fuck. not.
2: It's <laughs> what the fuck? Can is you that? see me? Can you see me? Thank yeah. you. It's not like it's not like you get in these albums any like you're if you're shocked by anything you hear, why did you even open the fucking oh, thing? Oh God. The fucking Can You See Me? The opening yeah. the opening of the song,
0: is, I've been stealing your babies. <laughs> I'll gag the brat and then maybe. Well I'll suck out his brain. You know, the dead kids, they make me, make me feel almost hard.
1: Oh, my I'll Lord. I'll go get one from the schoolyard.
0: He bled like a stuck pig. Yeah, you know what the fuck you're getting into when mm-hmm. you go when you go see Guar mm-hmm.
2: Or listen to any of their Or albums. listen to any yeah. of their
0: music. They wrote a song called Fucking an Animal, people.
2: <sighs> that was, <laughs> yeah, and that album, I looked that up, and that album was the one that nobody cared for. I can't. I, yeah. It's like not even the band, like they just Yeah, they kinda
0: of disavowed that. Yeah. They kind of disavowed that. That was we that kill record. everything. Yes. They kinda of disavowed that record. Um, I mean, Guar, Guar has had very few missteps over the years. I'm a big fan. I'm mm. really a big fan of Guar. Yep. I I mean there's a reason I've seen them live multiple times. And I normally like if you're not if you're not An enjoyable live band Mm -hmm. I don't do it a second time And uh, I alluded to it a little bit earlier But uh, this past week I purchased The tickets for our next concert Yes Uh, The three of us and Randy Will be going on uh, July the 26th We'll be going to Montage Mm -hmm. For Mudvayne. A year ago (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: I was supposed to see Mudvayne.
1: Yes, you were. But
0: I had a bit of a medical uh, malady happen.
1: Emergency, we should say. Y-
0: yeah. Well, the night of that show, I nearly died. Yes. I I, I legitimately almost died. And um, Jim got to go, and he got to take his daughter with. You know, Bella got to go to the show. And Bella enjoyed herself. hmm So that made me happy yeah, oh, to yeah. know that bella enjoyed the concert yeah um now i i said last year when this happened i fucking need to see mudvayne i've been waiting over 20 years <laughs> to see this band live uh, hang on before we talk about that concert let's we we forgot to give our final grades on scumdogs seven
2: seven fucking philistine Right, here's my here's my problem with the album. My what? one beef. What? The liner notes. Can't read them, motherfuckers, motherfuckers. Jesus Christ! The font is shit and small. Yeah, and I'm and and they they like they edit it right into the Grambo and shit and all that crap is in there. It's like <laughs> what? It's, oh, they, okay. It's like if you take the liner notes in the cassette. Yes. And basically, they're in like you know a font you can't read. Small. S-M-O. They, and, and, and then they like edit them, like cross that word out here, circle this, do that. Yeah. And it's like, as someone from our generation, we sat down and read the fucking liner notes. And you couldn't. This was a troll amongst trolls. Yeah. <laughs> so when I want to hear, what the hell is he singing? There was no internet at the time. I have no fucking idea. There, <laughs> there is stuff that I did not know what shit was for years, until
1: you got the internet. For
2: years, I didn't know what they were saying. Oh. Yep, um, you guessed. But anyway, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> I got to agree.
0: This, this is this is this is, to this day, my favorite Guar album. Yes, I, I. I uh, this Mine was too. this was. I mean, this was my intro to Guar. I did go mm-hmm. back and buy Hello, mm-hmm. but this was my intro to Guar, and I have been. Uh, I've been a big fan of this band since
3: 1990,
0: mm-hmm. and I've I've seen them live several times. We are going to see them alive again in July, uh, This and this is the first time I'm ever seeing Guar in a big venue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Come to think of it. I've
0: never seen them outside of something like the Sherman or Reverb before.
1: Who's all oh, it's? It's
0: this the, the show that we're going to is Butcher Babies. Okay, I forget the the next band listed, then Guar,
1: and then Mudvayne,
0: Cold Chamber.
1: Okay, that's right, Cold Chamber,
0: and Mudvayne. It's gonna
1: be a good show. This is gonna
0: be a fucking great show. Um, I'm, I'm super excited for this show. Mudvayne, anybody who, who listens to this show with regularity knows that I am a huge Mudvayne fan, and I have been for years. Mm-hmm. Those guys are, you know, um, their musicianship is unparalleled. Ryan Martin is hands down one of the greatest bass players in heavy metal.
1: When you see him fucking play, your mouth is just gonna fucking hit the floor. Oh, I know. Oh my! I, I know. I'm gonna get
2: a new T-shirt just for this show. Nickelback, nice, nice. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear Miley Cyrus. Yeah,
1: you could just wear your new kids on the block ship. I was gonna say that just to <laughs> play
0: All right. along. All right, so that's our next. Uh, that's our next um, excursion mm-hmm. planned. We something may come up beforehand, but before we go, there's something I wanna I wanna do. Hang on. Anybody who knows uh, knows me knows. That Mark Carrazzo meant so much to me in my life. Um, I was I'm I'm fortunate fortunate enough that I have a great relationship with Mark's parents, mm-hmm. and uh, they have some of Mark's artwork. Mark they did a, a an artist spotlight on him a few years ago, and Frank and Fran have some of his artwork, and they allowed me to take them and get some prints made. Mm-hmm. The first one I want to show you guys is his mm. pencil drawing of James Hatfield.
2: Damn. That is amazing. Wait, it gets better.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> Do me a favor, Jim. Take I'm that up to, to the. Yep, show that to the camera. Okay, thank well, you. You want me to take
1: it up? Yeah,
0: go ahead. Sh- uh, take it up. Show it closer to the camera. <laughs> There you go. That's Mark's pencil drawing of James Hetfield.
1: I'm going to keep the headphones off. All right. Next is a
0: colored pencil drawing of Jimi Hendrix. Damn. The detail in this is fucking unbelievable. Is
2: it ever?
1: Holy. This is done by pencil
0: That's colored pencil
1: It looks like a fucking photograph
0: Doesn't it though This is the fuck This is the fucking talent That this man had
3: Wow
2: Holy shit That's insane
0: And the last one This is a gift for Jim Oh Um, Mark did a version of Pink Floyd's division bell cover.
2: That's that's very familiar. Very beautiful. I saw,
1: I want you to keep that. I saw this when I came in. This is, (laughs) this is fucking awesome as well. And this is colored pencil. Yes. Fuck.
0: That's the talent that Mark had for you know the visual arts. The guy was you know, he was he's a great musician. I still can't a great get artist. Um he, he, and just a great person. I miss him every day. Um I, I, I do. I, I miss him every day. Um
1: I still can't get over that Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, those those are some unreal it's some unreal work uh, when we go upstairs I'll show you the I still have the binder upstairs with the other stuff mm-hmm. um, guys talking about mark um, three days after we do the mudbane excursion will be the annual remembering mark show okay uh, July Saturday July 29th at the Sokol Hall in Palmerton Um... If you're local to the area, please stop by. It is uh, it's a great day. We it's a ten dollars admission, which gets also gets you a platter, live music, uh, probably going to be four bands, uh, basket raffles, all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. You'll hear me talk more about it in the you know in the weeks to come. But uh, this is a great uh, a great event that the Carrazos and I put together every year. And so far in the four years we've been able to do it or three years, we've been able to do it because we, we missed a year due to the pandemic. Yeah. In the three years that we've been able to do it, we've raised over $20,000 for the American foundation for suicide prevention on events that last one day. Yeah. And no, uh, formal advertising. It's all word of mouth and social media. So we're able to do great work. Uh, once again, Uh, We're going to have a donation of something from uh, a kid named Matt Falcone. Not a kid. He's not a kid. But uh, a a young man named Matt Falcone. He's a graduate of Palmerton High School. Uh And he was the quarterback for the Palmerton football team for years. And he went to Temple University, played football at Temple. Mm -hmm. And he now works for the NFL. Okay. For the last couple of years, Matt has hooked us up with, like, for two years we got autographed footballs from Peyton Manning. I to, remember to raffle off. I remember that. So we 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 get we get a lot of really cool stuff. And the biggest thing is we are able to raise money for a worthwhile cause. So that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. All right. Uh do we want to pick albums for next week or Yeah. How about
2: this? Let's pick one. Yeah, because we have the playlist. We got two playlists each. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah, we got
0: playlists. I, mean, I think I
2: think we should just... No, we should maybe just hold off on that because we got two playlists. That's going to be two things. And then maybe we can talk more about... Yeah. All right. Well, you we'll, we won't do an album review next week. Yeah. We're just going to talk we are. about... We're going to talk about our playlist. Yeah, we'll talk about our playlist. And how awesome mine is. Your your album. Right.
0: And I I, I will come up with three more songs <laughs> to put on mine. All right. Yeah. <laughs> And,
2: and, on, make, and text me when you post it because I don't see the posts. Okay.
0: Uh, and just remember, popular does not equal good fucktard. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> 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 yeah. Great. Now,
2: now he's talking without
3: talking.
0: How That's about right. it? Hey, you fucking told me I should do that. All right. So until next week, this has been Oh No, Not Them. I'm Eric and I can't count.
2: Okay, I'm I'm Bill,
1: and I you don't know. understand what an album is. Shut up. I'm Jim. I did everything right, oh. allegedly. Oh. <laughs>
0: See you later, motherfuckers. Take care. Yeah.